the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. everybody how you doing the hell is happening thank you so much for coming out um, on a Tuesday because that's a tough draw and it was fucking 80 degrees today and you people are here thank it's air-conditioned in here so don't worry about it Uh, well welcome uh, to the uh, to the podcast uh, show has anybody ever come here before to see one of my shows yeah it's funny because I only get repeat customers Nobody new ever comes in. It's like, who is this dickhead? I'm not, I don't know why I'm not here. I thought Italian Dane Cook was here tonight. That's uh, Sebastian, whatever his name is. It's Italian Dane Cook. Uh, anyway, uh, well, <laughs> ooh, I insulted a comedian. All bets are off tonight. So anyway, uh, so thank you for coming out. Um, the, the podcast, this is me. Doesn't that look exactly like me? And that's Esmeralda, the lovely Esmeralda. She's the good-looking one of the two of us. She'll be coming out uh, in a little bit. We have like really fun prizes th- that we're going to be giving away. We have uh, gift uh, certificates, gift cards from Apt Electronics, so you can buy batteries for your dildo. Um, also, uh, we have gift certificates for uh, the greatest restaurant on the planet, the Gale Street Inn. Are you guys familiar with the Gale Street Inn? Gale Street? No. <laughs> we went there. Um, Gale Street Inn, uh, they have uh, amazing food. Uh, George Karzis is the, the, the guy who runs the place. They have the greatest ribs ever. We also have a bunch of Nick D's. Nick D podcast t-shirts to give away. You're wearing one. Hi. Look at you. And you're wearing one. What the fuck is going on? Wow. All right. Cool. You clearly did not pay for those. So anyway, uh, but I wanted to acknowledge, first of all, the, the people who, who, uh, who actually make these t-shirts uh, are a lovely, because they're right here. They're right in front. They're eating right now. Um, and they uh, have a really uh, great business that's located at 4723 South Ashland, correct? And uh, you guys are the basement custom shirts. So if you need any shirts, any, what else do you guys do? Buttons, mugs. Banners. Banners, mugs, whatever. We spray paint on shirts as well. Everything. Everything. Okay, if you need any shirts, these two people right here, Give them your business because they fucking rule. So they're called The Basement. So check them out. What's the website? Basement, uh, uh, what's the website? TheBasement47.com. TheBasement47.com. So make sure you make sure. Anyway, they made these lovely t-shirts. We're going to give that stuff away. I've got some trivia here. Uh, we also have a megaphone that we're going to be giving away that's autographed by me and Esmeralda and my special guest tonight. Uh, my special guest is an, a lovely woman who is an incredible broadcast legend, an award winner. Uh, she was in radio and television. She's still in radio uh, and in television. Uh, I worked with her at that really shitty radio station uh, that's now a car wash. Um, I worked with her there for many years. But now we both work together at 
this radio station. Which you should listen to between 5.30 and 9 every day and then turn the fucking dial off. Uh, but anyway, <laughs> not going to get into it outside of that. But anyway, I contribute with the, to the Steve Cochran Show on Fridays. I review movies. And in fact, I'm hosting the show while Steve's out of town with Andrea on Friday. So we are going to be co-hosting the show on Friday morning. So Andrea Darlis is going to be here is what I'm trying to say. So there you go. All right. Uh, so that's what's happening. Now, I know a lot of you uh, have been here um, before and you've seen my father, uh, my dad, uh, tell jokes Okay, at the end of the show. Um, he's not here. And I know, that, I know that right now you're thinking, shit, I paid to see the Rolling Stones and, and, you know, and, and Nickelback's on stage right now, so I fucking apologize for that. Um, but my dad, uh, my dad had a fall. He's okay. He's okay. He had a fall. He's 82 years old, and uh, you know, the bones are getting a little brittle, and he's getting a little bit old. And, um, and he had a fall, and he hurt his leg, so he will not be joining us. Um, he was like determined to drive here, and my mom was like, you can't drive here, dickhead. You're gonna, you know, so... We're going to call my dad. So my dad is... Um, so my dad will still save the show, trust me. You know, because he always does that. Like, at the end of the show, my dad comes up, he tells the jokes, and we're like, well, the first hour and a half was shit, but that last part was great. So my dad will be calling. I will call my dad. And um, hopefully he won't be asleep. <laughs> he won't be asleep. <laughs> He's 82, man. My dad had to retire from Jewel. Um, because of the fall and his leg hurt and uh, so he had to retire he worked there for 17 years it broke his heart um, and um, so he's adjusting you know you know you get older you know my dad's got to use a cane now and he's really pissed off about it and so he's more pissed than he is physically hurt so anyway uh, so my dad won't be here but what I'm calling him so give it up for my dad he'll be here yeah. all right so uh, we're going to do a bunch of Halloween stuff, too. We're going to talk about scary movies, and I want to hear from you guys about, like, the scariest movie you've ever seen, the first movie that you remember that scared the shit out of you, all of that stuff. So we're going we're gonna to do that. Uh, I'm going to be talking about some uh, Hall weird Halloween traditions, and one of my favorite things that we're going to do is um, I've got a, a, a massive monster list of actual um, horror movie taglines. So you know the tagline to try and get you into a theater? that they have for movies. Like for instance, like for Alien, one of the classic ones. Do you guys remember the, the tagline for Alien? What is it? It's based on what you hear you scream. That's exactly right. Are you mic'd? <laughs> sounded like the dude was mic'd. Say it again. Say it again. Okay. No, somebody else said it at the same time. Ah, you're freaking me out, I see. I thought there was some fucking stereo going on, but it's just two jagoffs talking at the same time. Um, so anyway, uh, yeah, in space, no one can hear you scream. That's like a, that's a class, what was that? Okay, I'm sorry, go ahead. C continue your conversation while there's a show hap happening. So anyway, um, so in space, no one can hear you scream. That's a great example of a movie tagline. And some of these, for the horror movies, are fucking ridiculous. So we're going to do that and, uh, and see if you guys know some of those. And we've got some other questions. So the trivia questions that I'm going to do for some of these prizes. So here's the deal. Um, I'm a lazy son of a bitch. Um, and the last show that we had scheduled to do here was canceled because um, it was warm out and it was in May and people don't like to come on Tuesday nights to a place, you know, and it was right before Mother's Day. So the trivia questions we're doing tonight are Mother's Day questions. So fuck you. <laughs> uh, because I didn't feel like I didn't feel like doing anything. I was like, hey, I, rehear I you know, I, re I, I researched these. I wrote them. I'm not going to I'm going to waste them. So we're going to do some Mother's Day questions. And there is a horror movie called Mother's Day. Are you familiar with Mother's Day? No, no, no. You're my fucking fans, and you're not familiar with Mother's Day, the horror movie? In fact, it was remade. 
They both sucked. All right, so anyway. Uh, but before we get to that, let me, uh, let me I, 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 was I was taking a look online about, about Halloween stuff. So quick, uh, quick like questions if you guys want to talk a little bit about, oh, oh, wait a minute. Oh, by the way, we are going to uh, talk about, th are you guys familiar with this thing at all, you fans of mine? The, yeah. you know, one guy, one guy. So let me explain what it is. This is the Scary Sounds CD. Uh, this is it. This is the fucking thing. This is it. The Scary Sound CD is a thing that my old partner back in 1998, 1999, when I first uh, got my own gig on GN, um, my, they partnered me up with uh, a guy named Gary Lee Wright. You guys familiar with Gary Lee Wright at all? He was a radio guy. He did, used to do mornings on XRT, and then he was a part-time guy at, uh, at GN, and they teamed him up with me, and we did a show called the Nick D and Gary Lee Show for many years. And so he was coming back from a road trip or something, and um, he, stopped at a, he stopped at a truck stop, and he was at the counter paying for, I don't know, cigarettes or some shit, and he saw this, you know, uh, on the counter, like, and he thought, okay, I'm going to buy this. It's a horror sound effects thing, and he bought it. And, uh, and so we were doing our spooktacular, our annual spooktacular, which I'm doing, by the way, I'm taping this week for my podcast, and my guest is going to be Josh Robert Thompson, uh, who played Jeffrey Peterson, the gay sidekick robot skeleton to, uh, to Craig Ferguson. So that, he's my sidekick. He's my sidekick, yeah, he's my sidekick. But anyway, so we bought this sound effects thing, and when we got it, we looked at it, and it's just this plain CD, there's no nothing in it, there's no track listing. And it just says like, um, 70 scary sound effects, 16 spooky musical orchestrations, and it's over 75 minutes long. But there's no track listing. So we decided, well, we're gonna play it on the air, and and name the tracks as we play it. So we, and it's a good way, because we were on the air from overnights from like midnight to six in the morning. You gotta kill time. So we're like, fuck yeah, we'll play the whole thing. We got six hours to kill, <laughs> who cares? And so we came across, and this is, this is like the worst sound effects CD in the history of sound effects CD. And if you're a regular listener to the podcast or my old show, you know that this thing is ridiculous. Well, we are gonna play the ultimate cut from this, because there is a cut on this that involves a guy screaming. Okay, somebody's laughing already. Somebody who's familiar with this. There's a, there, it's just a guy screaming. And this was, you know, this was, you're supposed to play this at parties for your kids. You know, it's like, oh, it's scary sounds. You know, you play, put it on when people come up to the porch when they're, getting, when they're getting candy off your porch. Ooh, scary sounds. This is the worst goddamn thing ever. And when you hear, we will play the whole thing, its entirety. Yes. It's, t yes, people are excited. <laughs> it's two and a half minutes of some jagoff screaming. <laughs> and you'll hear that later as we get into it. But one of the things that I wanted to talk about, I was looking at this up, worst Halloween candy of all time. So we've all got our opinions about it, right? What's the worst Halloween candy of all time? Give me a few. What, which one? Candy corn. Does everybody agree with that? Candy corn? I like candy corn. Do you like candy corn? Who likes candy corn? Yeah, fuck off. Candy corn's cool. All right, what else? Worst. Which one? Circus peanuts. Circus peanuts, yeah. Circus peanuts, yeah. Yeah, all right. You like the, anybody like circus peanuts? No. God damn, nobody likes circus peanuts. Okay, next, anybody else? Three Musketeers. Three Musketeers. Well, listen, wow, this guy's getting some shit, man, because he doesn't like Three Musketeers. Get out! Get out unless you like nougat. Get out of here. So, like, so Three Musketeers is on this list. I found a list of the worst Halloween candy. Let's see if you guys agree with me on this. Wax Lips. That's not candy unless you like to chew wax. 
But did you ever get whacked? Did anybody ever give you lax lips when you were trick-or-treating? The regular? Yo, yes! People are like, yes, of course. I walk around with wax lips every day. All right. Uh, Almond Joy slash Mounds. I agree. I think they're delicious. But evidently, people don't like coconut. Anybody out there? Who loves Who doesn't? You can raise your hand. You're amongst friends. Uh, I've made it very friendly in here so far. I've only called people jagoffs three times. Um, Almond Joy Mounds haters? You don't like? You're a fan. Okay. Okay. Whoppers? Oh, I thought somebody said Whoppers. Three Musketeers is on the list, my friend, so you're not alone. Don't let those people... How about this? Hard grandma candy. I, it doesn't say what brand. It was just hard grandma candy. So I guess whatever's sitting on your grandmother's coffee table that's like 50 years old. Um, sweet tarts. You guys like sweet tarts? Wow, man. All right, now this one's very specific. Okay, you ready for this? Bootleg gummies. So they say if it's not Haribo, it's nothing. So anything that's not basically bootleg gummies. Now, but I, I, have, a, I, have, a, uh, I have an alternate for this. Because um, Haribo is good gummies. But have, has anybody ever tried Albanese? Albanese gummies? Those are badass. Those are great. Those are better than Haribo. All right, bootleg gummies. Okay, candy corn, which was on the list. Fireballs. You like fireballs? I'm not talking about the booze. I know you all like to get fucking drunk in here. You're all getting loaded right now. Um, it's, it fireballs, little cinnamon things. Tootsie Rolls. Well, when, when, when Esmeralda comes out, we'll, uh, we'll find out what Esmeralda thinks. She has a very specific, <laughs> very specific thoughts on Tootsie Rolls. We'll get to that in a minute. Pixie Sticks. That was described by, in the green room by Esmeralda's boyfriend, Colin. Esmeralda's boyfriend, Colin, described it as cocaine for children. Which I think is true, because it comes in a straw and you go, eh. Um, bazooka gum. The comics are cool, right? Who's the guy with the... He had the sweater that goes all the way up. What's that dude's name? Do you guys know who I'm talking about? Is that Bazooka Joe? I thought Bazooka Joe had a mouth. This guy, so Bazooka... I thought, he was a, I thought a different guy had the thing on his face. He does it on Seinfeld? Okay. All right. Fun dip. It's where you lick the stick and you dip it in. Sixlets? Anybody know what sixlets are? Do they suck? Are they? Okay. Uh, good and plenty. Well, what is that? No, because I hear, Ugh, is that a good noise or a bad? You guys make the same noise for things you like. You guys must be terrible in bed. You're like, Ugh, what does that mean? Am I pleasuring you or are you disgusted by me? I don't know. I'll get the good and plenty. Let's figure it out. Hot tamales. Those are cinnamon. People don't like cinnamon on this list. Anything that's not Laffy Taffy. So Taffy that's not Laffy Taffy. All right. Uh, Mary Jane. By the way, let me quickly tell you this. When I was coming, uh, this, is a, this is an aside. Uh, when I was coming from the, uh, from the train station here, uh, <laughs> You know, you guys know the Jefferson, not Jefferson Park, the, the Rosemont train station there where the buses all stop and everything. I get off the blue line and I stop for a second because my phone was buzzing. And so I put my bag down and, uh, and, I'm, and I'm by a bench and where all the buses are and the L is coming in. And I'm about to check my phone and a dude sits down and he's got like a grungy like sweatshirt on. He sits down, he's kind of dirty, he sits down and he says this. This is exactly what he says. And I'm not kidding. He says, 
Uh, excuse me. Um, I was just about to light up a joint. Would you mind if I did that? I'm like, God damn, that's very polite of you. And I'm like, and I'm like, no, I don't mind at all. And he's like, okay, because some people don't like it. And he literally looked homeless. And he's like, okay. And then he pulls out a fucking fatty and blazes it up. And I'm like, all right. And he's like, would you like some? And I said, no, I got to do a show. But you are the most polite pothead I've ever met in my life. So that's why he would like Mary Jane's. That's why I thought of it. Um, bit of honey. You like that? Double bubble. Double bubble. Isn't double bubble like really hard though? Like doesn't it take an hour and a half like to make it soft and then there's no flavor left? Um, Smarties. And then finally, and I agree with this, Necco wafers. Yeah, nasty. You know, this is a true story. You guys ever have Necco wafers? People know, you familiar? They're like tasteless little slots of like wafers. They suck. And people, people would actually use them. And I'm not, I'm not making this up. People would use them to pay tolls. I'm not fucking kidding. People would actually take Necco waivers and throw them in the thing, and they would pass as coins, and you could get through. There was a period of time when you could use Necco wafers. They were so terrible. They had the consistency of coins, of quarters, and they tasted like quarters, and you could use them to get through your, uh, your tolls. So anyway, all right, well, that's your list, and uh, we'll talk more. When, when yeah, you can still get them. They, no, they, I think they still have them. Yeah, they still have them. Did you buy some? Do you like Necco waivers? You like Necco waivers? Did you ever use them to get through the tolls? Okay. But you would if you drove. Goddamn right you would. Hell yeah. Got to get by, my sister. You get what? Teased? Yeah. Because you like Necco waivers? Okay. No, I'm just saying. I'm not, I'm not making fun of you. I'm making fun of the guy who didn't like nougat over here more than the Necco waivers. All right. All right, cool. All right, well, listen, let's do a couple of trivia questions, okay? Give away some of this stuff. So uh, for a, uh, uh, an apt electronics gift card and a Nick D podcast T-shirt, yeah, goddamn right. I think you should be cheering for that. All right. All right. Mother's Day trivia on Halloween. How many phones ring on Mother's Day? So raise your hand if you want to take a guess. Okay. How many phones, roughly, how many phones? Now, we all know that that's the day that most phone calls are made, you know, in history. So raise your hand. How many phones ring on Mother's Day? Dude, you won last time, didn't you? Okay. Sorry. I want somebody who hasn't won yet. So raise your I mean, take a guess. Jesus Christ. Yes. Two million. Two million. Too low. Way too low. Two million. Four hundred thousand. Four. Okay. How'd you do in math? In, in school. So she said 2 million, I said higher, a lot higher, and you said 400,000. That's lower than 2 million. So wait. 10 million. 10 million, no. 236, too high. 5 million, too low. All right. Too, too low. 1.2 billion. Okay, all right. Well, all right, one more person, raise their hand. Raise your hand. Yes. Oh, shit, that's almost, you win. I was going to say, whatever it is, we're going to give you the ticket. It's 22 million. There you go. All right. Next Mother's Day question. Uh, what's the top gift given on Mother's Day? The top gift given on Mother's Day? Flowers. Raise your hand. Flowers? Raise your hand. Nope. Yes. Candy. Nope. 
Nope. Yes. Dinner. What? Dinner. Dinner. No. Uh, I guess it's not really a gift. <laughs> I mean, what? Yes, a card. Come on up. You win a prize. You get Gale Street in and a T-shirt. All right. There you go. All right. One more. And then with the... Uh, how much money do Americans spend on Mother's Day? Again, take a guess, raise your hand, throw it out. It's a big number. Raise your hand. You're not, you're not qualified because you're going to say $7. So I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. You know me. I'm fucking with you. Okay. Yes? Is it cumulative or just per person? What the fuck? <laughs> wow, man. You just... Okay. Okay. You win. <laughs> I am not even going to... Venture, which is 31 billion, by the way. All right, 31 billion dollars. Okay, let me introduce the person you came to see. She is awesome. She is my co-host. We have a theme for her that you guys um, hear uh, whenever she comes on the show. I think. There we go. As we're on the Leon, everybody. Hi, Esma. Yeah. yeah turn. Oh, you all right? You got to turn that on. All right. Yeah. All right. It's Esmeralda, everybody. Hi, everybody. By the way, I'm something's not math and right. $31 billion that they're spending, but the number one present is a cheap-ass 599 Hallmark card. Yeah. I don't know how I, that works. I think that I think that the whole like I think they don't know what a gift is. I think the yeah, who also a card. Yeah. No. That's not a gift. That's cheapskate. That's cheapskate. No. <laughs> how you are can, you? You can get flowers at a gas station. Yes, you can. I've at done least. it many times. Oh, at many least times. do that. I'm um, doing good. Good. Ooh, hey, before we uh, jump into this, we have we're going to explain that. We got some Halloween stuff that you and I are going to talk about. Yes. We're talking about some scary movies with everybody. We want to talk mm -hmm. about. Their, think mm -hmm. about your scary movies, your favorite scary movies. First movie you saw that scared the shit out of you, all of that stuff. Um, but I just wanted to mention this. Um, we are pre-taping some stuff uh, this week with Esmeralda because tell everybody where you're. Because I'm so excited for you. Tell everybody where you're going. <laughs> I'm just excited for her. Uh, I'm going to New Orleans. Don't rob my house. So you've never been? Mm-mm. Uh, Have not. How many people have been to New Orleans? It's amazing, okay. right? Okay. There's some people. Yeah. They no, have not been. Yeah. No, no, no. It's, I'm just I'm thrilled for you. I'm, I'm yeah. so glad that you're going to. It should be good. It's going to yeah. be a good time. And I will. I guarantee you, and I've told you this already, I guarantee you, you will not have a bad meal. Oh, no. For sure. Every f dinner that I've ever had in New Orleans, mm -hmm. been, every food I've ever had in New Orleans has been great. And you will get drunk. Uh, so <laughs> well, all right. So, well, uh, if you say so. <laughs> so, uh, what are your thoughts on these worst candy? We, we were just discussing. Um, the worst yeah, candy. I had some opinions. One, who is getting booed because they don't like Three Musketeers? I'm with you because what the fuck is nougat? <laughs> I it's pure nougat and then some chocolate around it. I yeah. don't know what nougat is. Looked it up. It's like egg whites. So gross. Wow. Okay. All right. yeah. You don't want egg whites in your chocolate. I mean, yeah, right. but that's essentially that's like ninety-seven percent of what a Three Musketeers didn't they, is. Didn't the Three Musketeers commercial? Didn't they used to? F the, the, uh, they floated, right? 
Then they float because it was so, it was supposed to be like it's a light candy bar. Oh, because they got a because it's egg whites and they just fluff <laughs> That's it up. Right, they fluff it. Up. So they're actually cheating you, you know, out of uh, candy. I understand that well, when you give kids uh, three musketeers when they come to the door, you have to give them a whisk as well. Right. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> All right. Am, am I a nom okay. right now? What the hell? Okay. Yeah. Thank you very much. I'm in a I'm, yeah. listen. I'm in a comedy club. I'm supposed to tell shitty mm. jokes. Um, all right. Okay. Uh, Necco wafers. Have you had? You? Uh, who was the Necco wafers person? This lovely woman right there loves the Necco wafers. What are they though? There it is. Well, yeah. Although now you can't even do that. So. <laughs> right. The well, holy communion wafers. Without having to go to the church, that's you right. Just Right. To so your heart's you content. It's, it's, it's it tastes like Jesus' flesh. Yeah, That's amen, what like. amen every time. It's like Jesus' flesh is what that tastes like. <laughs> so, but it's better than nougat. Uh, yeah, well, Jesus' yeah. flesh is better than nougat. I've heard that. Uh, pixie sticks, did you have an opinion on pixie sticks? Um, I, I enjoy pixie sticks. I don't understand if anyone does. It's just sugar. It's just Kool-Aid. I'm sure if you put it in a little bit of water, <laughs> it would make Kool-Aid. And then, of course, you have thoughts on... The Tootsie Rolls. Explain yeah, yeah, yeah. the Tootsie Rolls. No, they look like poops. <laughs> That's... I've always... And then also, is that chocolate? Like, it's not real... It's not pure, pure chocolate. It's, it's like... It, it's what? It's, taffy. it's a chocolate taffy, then. It's no. like a plasticky chocolate. No, thanks. Um, and then Andrea, when I was talking to her, she did mention that when they're in the three packs, they look even more so like poops. And I was like, yes, they do. <laughs> three little poops. Yeah, uh, I'm uh, out. No. <laughs> Uh, so that's great. I'm. I can look at them and, and appreciate them. I'm not right. eating them. <laughs> okay. All right. Uh, good and plenty. I don't get that. That's like licorice. Yeah. Right. Nah. Yeah. I'm yeah. not into the licorice. Okay. Um. All right. And wax lips. Wh- again, it's ma- It's wax. It is. What do you? I know kids who used to eat them though. Like I, whenever I had wax lips or wax. Wait. 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 Wax Chew things. and swallow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think you're supposed to swallow it. It's like gum. I don't you're think just you're supposed, supposed to, to swallow it. What are we talking uh, about here? You're supposed to. Yeah, children, Nick. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> wow, boy. Every time we talk, so far, by the way, every time we talked about good and plenty, sex has come up for some weird reason. I don't know why. All right. <sighs> okay. Um, all right. So, so horror movies. Let's mm-hmm. get into that. It's mm-hmm. Halloween. You guys like Halloween? Yeah. It's my favorite holiday. Yeah. Yeah. Favorite it's holiday. a good one. Anybody, before we get into like horror movies, is anybody dressing up for Halloween? Yes, what are you going as? Uh, Lydia from Beetlejuice. Oh, Lydia nice. from Beetlejuice. And you're Beetlejuice. Ah, wow. I love it. That's Have you great. guys seen the play? No, you haven't? Oh, okay. I think you're required to give him a hand job during the play because of Lauren Boebert. So that's. Uh, oh. that's a <laughs> thank you very much. Thank you. That's it. For people who don't know, Lauren Bovert, you guys know. She's an idiot. Gray. She's an idiot, and she <laughs> went to see Beetlejuice. They're landing yeah. fantastically She's when you got to explain them. Oh my God, yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, who else? Anybody dressing up? Nobody. Nobody? And you bunch of fuddy duddies. Yes. Oh. Mrs. Incredible. Oh, that's fun. Are you going to. So, Holly Hunter. The, you have you, the other kids. From the, from the Incredibles, right? You're going to have the kids and the, the Superman dad? The, the, I don't know what he is. There's no man? Just the kids. Ah. No, good for you. No man. Me too. No man. Oh, by the way, do you like my shirt? Sven. Sven Gulli. Sven Gulli. 
the man. Limited, uh, no longer. Limited edition. Edition. People almost murder me. I was at the Flashback Weekend Horror Convention, and I wore this, and two people almost tackled me and said, give me the shirt, motherfucker, and almost killed me for it. You could probably so. bid. The bids would yeah. go insane for that shirt. I'm, I, I love it too much. <laughs> it's priceless. I, I love it too much. All right, horror movies. Mm-hmm. So um, you are now, you've been, you've been watching some horror movies. I have. And you're not a big More horror so movie. More so than I w- ever have. What have you been watching? Let's start uh, Well, there was an, um, an AMC marathon of Halloween mm. this past weekend. So I watched, um, I realized this is terrible to say, but I had not watched Halloween the whole way through. The first one? Yes. The original? Yeah. You know, my I'd, girlfriend has never seen that movie. I'd bits pieces, and then I'd realize I hadn't watched it, so I watched it in its entirety. And yeah. I didn't know you could see Jason's face. Or Jason, Jesus. Mike Myers' face. <laughs> that was his nickname, Michael Can't. Jason Myers. Oh, my God. Uh, um, but I didn't know you could see his face, so that was He fun. was a dude. He's like a regular dude in yeah. the original movie. Yeah. So the first one... The, the Wait, first he isn't a regular dude in the other ones? No, he goes into... It goes. It gets shitty. It's just like I guess. Yeah, he. Yeah. I just started realizing in the, in, the, in the original movie he's supposed to represent evil. Right. That's what he's supposed to. I be. mean, yeah, he's a psychopath. So yeah, and at the end when he's not there anymore, well, I just ruined my girlfriend. My girlfriend hasn't seen it, and I fucking ruined it. I for mean, her. It's, she's in it's the room. It's like seventy. Um, it's it's a few years. Yeah. Well, spoiler she hasn't alert. Seen it, so yeah. Well, you know. all right. I think she knows. Yeah. That there's more of them. Well, there's been. S- 20 of them. So the second one, do you see the second one? I, w- I started watching a little bit of it, yes. but not to the end. second but one's terrible. See, but that just means when he keeps, um, you know, like, oh, we didn't catch him or whatever. That just means he's smart. Because <laughs> he keeps doing stuff. Like, he trades out clothes, and then he's wearing someone else's clothes. Well, and he, then does he, that, he does that in the first in the first one, like yeah, well, that's I mean, he's he's a psychopath, so he's intelligent. Okay, but then when he becomes <laughs> like a, at one point he becomes like a Wiccan, like spirit. As I a, mean, as the series goes on, they get really. I mean, really we don't know what he was doing when it's not Halloween. Yeah, because it's the only time. I think he just sits at home with people. a mask on, all depressed. Like, well, he just. I think he's he was cruising the internet. And he found uh, Wiccanism, and he yeah, <laughs> he became a Wiccan. So there's Halloween now. Now Halloween three. Season of the Witch, yeah. mm-hmm. which is one of the greatest movies ever made. How many people have seen Halloween 3, Season of the Witch? Um, yeah. Okay, Halloween 3, Season of the it's Witch. When, when you, if you see Halloween 3, Season of the Witch, it has absolutely nothing to do with Halloween. It has right. nothing to do with Michael Myers. There's no Laurie Strode, none of that. It's about a guy who has taken a piece of Stonehenge, and he brought it to a factory, and he's chipping off pieces and making ma- Halloween masks, and he's going to do a mass sacrifice to his god. That's... What happens in Halloween? Which three. again, like, wow. Yeah. The planning, just all of it. Shipping. You the know, logistics of it of all. Shipping Stonehenge is, to yeah. California alone. Wow. And then planning, like, getting all the the people yeah. to watch that show. Yeah. At and the same I time, mean, woo. And then you've got the doom beep, boom beep. Yeah. Boom, kudos. Boom, beep, happy, kudos happy to Halloween. them. So, so Halloween three, <laughs> Halloween four, Halloween five, and Halloween six. They all continue the Michael Myers thing. Right. They all suck. <laughs> one of them features Paul Rudd, one of his first movies. I um yeah, that's the, a- the AMC was was really trying to I think bank on that. And that then there are the it. horrifying and awful Rob Zombie uh, remakes mm. sequels. Rob Zombie, who has never made a movie that does not suck ass, uh, so there's that. And then there are the the reboots that just started in 2018 that David Gordon Green made. Okay. There was the reboot of Halloween, and then there was Halloween Kills. Oh. And Halloween Ends. All right. And, uh, Couldn't tell no. <laughs> so you didn't catch up. Well, now, what's your favorite no. scary movie? Um, I would say the Nightmare, the Nightmare on Elm Street. The first Nightmare on Elm Street. Yeah. Um, 
Yeah, the first one, because it's like the, the original. But I do like, <laughs> I really do enjoy the the schlockiness of Jason versus Freddy. Oh, I love Jason versus Freddy. Because I love when Freddy gets really snarky every time he kills someone. Like, that's mm-hmm. that I really enjoy that. I love that <laughs> in Jason versus Freddy, which I think is great, actually. I love that movie. When Jason, Ronnie, Ronnie Wu directed that movie, not the asshole who goes, woo, at the Cub Games. That guy's a jagoff. <laughs> Uh, but this is a, an incredible, uh, incredible Asian director who did in, in, incredible Hong Kong action films and then directed this movie. And um, yeah. I love it because, like, Jason is just, like, this innocent lug. You know, like, Freddy's the asshole. Freddy's like I the, mean, no, Freddy is an asshole. And Jason's like, leave me alone. I just got a hockey mask on. I just want to kill these people. I just want to leave me alone. And but so then he was I the guess good guy. he's in Freddy's way, yeah. essentially. Yeah. So then Freddy's annoyed. Yeah. Yeah. Because, well, yeah, he's a narcissist, I'm assuming. <laughs> Now the first, now the, the, the first time that y- that you really got scared in a movie. Tell the story because I love this story. It involves your brother, right? Yeah. My brother, my my loving older brother, decided to tell me we uh, we were gonna. He was gonna watch Pet Cemetery. He decided to tell me it was a comedy. <laughs> so I was I was like yeah, and where he's so he's seven years older than me, so we I was a small child yeah. so. And, and apparently an idiot, because cemetery. No, that's fine. That's but it's misspelled. It's, it's spelled sure, with an S, that's what, so that's what got it's, me. Maybe it's wacky. It's like, Who that's knows? a different word, right? Um, so, okay, so what was the experience? So you thought it was a comedy, and then how... Yeah. Well, I mean, you had to figure out it wasn't a comedy pretty quick No, it, yeah, right? and in, into it. Um, and it is still ingrained in my head, the guy with the smushed up head, who just kind of appears every once in a while. That is just... You guys p- it's seen in Pets my brain. Yeah, yeah it's like in my brain forever. Yep. It you will guys, never uh, go away. Any fans of Pet Cemetery? Yeah, you like that one? You like that one? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Did you guys see the remake? The re- it was remade like how many years ago? Like five, six years ago? What's the, have you, has anyone seen the, n- there's a newer one? Yeah, there's a brand new one, right? Pet Cemetery Village no. or some shit. What's it called? Bloodline. Blood, Bloodlines. Thank you. Bloodline. Okay, thank you. Uh, yeah, I, I, haven't I haven't watched seen that any one. Has anybody watched no. that one? Bloodline? Yeah, it's crap. Yeah, not no. good. Mm. Not good. Okay. Uh, I also the negligence of those parents in the first one. Just, let just the kid letting run the that kid of... run. I I, I, d- I don't. I don't build hate, a fence. I don't like, hate Pet Cemetery. The, the, the things I like about Pet Cemetery. I think Fred Gwynn is awesome in Pet Cemetery. Oh yeah. Oh that scene with the with the the, um, t- the tendon. Ooh, the, no yeah, thanks. Yeah. They do the same thing that John John Lithgow plays that part in the remake. And they cut his, but That's, yeah. so the original. I think the original Pet Cemetery is pretty cool, and I love Fred Gwynn because he was a national treasure. Uh, I mean Herman mm-hmm. Munster, yeah, and and the judge in My Cousin Vinny. Two youths, unbelievable. Um, so, but so but in, but the, the thing about that. So I thought the first one was okay. The the the, the film versions of them are okay. Mm-hmm. But that's the scariest goddamn book Stephen King has ever written. Oh, have you ever read the book? No, I've never thought to read scary literature. So oh, <laughs> I, so how many people have read Pet Cemetery? I mean, isn't that scary? Like that book Ooh. is that scared the shit out of me. I actually had to put it down and go, no, no. Oh no. Oh. I can't. Yeah. No, literally. And I remember, you know, you remember Vic, do you guys you l- used to listen to us when we were on that stupid radio station that's now a car wash? Um, remember Vic Vaughn? Yes. Our news guy. Do you guys remember Vic Vaughn if you were regular listeners of the show? Vic said that he literally had to take that book while he was reading it mm-hmm. and put it in another room. Wow. And like leave. Like I You guys have great imagination. I can't be in the same room. So <laughs> Good Lord. it's a scary book. <laughs> It's not the scariest Stephen King movie, but it's just, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a scary huh. book. Okay. So Pet <laughs> Cemetery, not a comedy. That's what mm. you discovered. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So in your recent, like, uh, what do you think of the horror genre now? Do you like it more? Or? Um, no, I've been, you know, I've watched uh, recent things. Uh, the 
uh, Baba Duke. Oh yeah. Um, which is that's old now, I guess. Have you seen the um, Baba Duke? Anybody seen the Baba Duke? Yeah, Baba is scary as hell, was, man. I didn't think it was scary. Really? No. It scared the shit out I of me. I don't. Mm. Okay. <laughs> All right. I get scared of like actual things. So like the like so supernatural shit you don't it doesn't do no because I'm like well you did something to it <laughs> so it's your fault so just don't do that <laughs> if you so don't do that it's not don't gonna play happen. with the Ouija board right. asshole yeah. like okay. I'm not messing with that yeah um the w- the ones that truly that scare me are more um like the Jason movies they're a little. Uh, so people like not the not the later ones, but like the first one. Yeah. they're very gory. The gory gets to me a the little gory bit. Stuff is, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, the first Nightmare on Elm Street, which um, I still think is one of the scariest movies ever made, like legitimately scary. And then the movies that after the, because I, I think that of all the series of movies, mm-hmm. you know, you get your Friday the Thirteenth and all that shit and the Halloweens and all that stuff. I think without question, the best in terms of most consistent are the Nightmare movies. I think they're the most yeah. imaginative. Yeah, yeah. I think they have. I think they're the most well directed of all of them. So I, I stand behind the nightmare movies. Even even the shittier ones, I think, are better than like like a bad Friday the Thirteenth movie is not as good as a bad Nightmare on Elm Street movie. Yeah. I yes. Think. So I'm a, I agree. I'm a fan of those. But um oh but by the way, uh, explain to what what you brought out here because we're gonna play oh. this later when Andrea comes out. We're gonna play this later. So I went to. I mean, we can we can do one if you want. It's you know. It's called uh, Bean Boozled. Bean Boozled. You can get it at the Target, where I got it. Um, apparently, there's a bunch of different ones, but this is the Trick or Treat edition. Um, so it's essentially like a Russian roulette of jelly beans. So there are corresponding, so like there's uh, the white ones. So the white ones could either be buttered popcorn or rotten egg. Right. Yeah, so, so then. You spin this. Mm-hmm. And it lands on one of the colored beans. Yeah, you have to take one and taste it. And, and then, it, yeah. and who knows? It could be could liver be and just, onions, or yeah. it could be cappuccino. But you like liver and onions, so it could I be do. good for you. It could be pomegranate or an old bandage. So I'm also like, how do you know what that tastes like? I want to know what that tastes like now. It could be peach or barf. Right. So anyway, we're gonna play a little Russian roulette with the jelly beans later, and maybe we'll bring somebody up here to to, to taste test at some point. But we're gonna do that with Andrea. You know, because she's a respected journalist, and we want her to. <laughs> she's she's not a respected. We want a trick After her. being here tonight, she's not a respected <laughs> journalist anymore. I can tell you that. All right, horror movies. What are your favorite horror movies? Um, what are you, uh, raise your hand. What's your your what's the scare? Okay, first movie you ever saw that scared the shit out of you. First movie you ever saw that scared the shit out of you. Yeah, Omen. The Omen. Ooh. You guys remember The Omen? The yes. Again, that's been remade. Small so children are frightening. I, I th- yeah, they are. Yeah, they are, especially with your own. Yes. <laughs> Hereditary. Hereditary. That's. Hereditary. See, that didn't scare me. I was just like, what is happening? Yeah. Why? <laughs> just the two of you alone in Hereditary. Oof. No, have you, how many people have seen Hereditary? Amazing. Yeah, it's, it's, if you've not seen it, it is sc- fucking scary. It's a really, really scary movie. Yeah. And Toni Collette, her performance in that movie is one of the best, pr- what, actually, I think the best female performance in the history of horror in the horror genre, and one of the best female performances of all time. The fact that she didn't get nominated or even win for that movie. It's unbelievable. It's terrible. Also, I don't blame her for yelling at her son like that. Yeah. In that one scene. I never wanted to be your mother. (gasps) Yeah, you know, you deserve that little shit. (laughs) Hereditary. Good choice. That's a scary-ass movie. What else? Movies that scare the hell out of you. Yeah. Well, this is actually a little, you know, Nougat. Nougat. Nougat, the movie. Okay, Seventh Voyage of Sinbad. 
Turns into a snake woman. Wait a minute. He puts her in a jar? Yeah. He so he shrinks her? her and then into, I mean, that's that's pretty funky. He, he didn't shrink her. He just put a cobra in and she put like a spell and then she turns into... Oh, and then so she shrinks into a cobra Are you guys lady. familiar with the old Sinbad Ooh. movies from like the 60s and 70s? Uh, the Sinbad movies from the 60s and 70s are fucking great. I grew up on those. And that's a great one. And there was like Golden Voyage of Sinbad and, and uh, you know, uh, uh, Sinbad and the Eye of the Tiger. Uh, Carolyn Monroe, one of my British crushes was in was in one of those but anyway uh uh those movies are fantastic and they have like the stop motion animated effects mm. the dude who did all those the guy named ray harryhausen ray harryhausen is the what, the innovator of stop motion uh animation and Ooh. so a lot of those characters like the skeleton and the snake woman that you're talking about those were done by by stop motion and that's when you have like the little dolls and you move them one arm one movement at a time and take a picture mm -hmm. and then when you when you run it back as animated they move like this so the Sinbad movie, somebody, oh, you guys are drunk. You guys are drunk. <laughs> you spilled, they, they spilled, they spilled. Uh, this gives me the, uh, the opportunity really quickly to say tip your waiters and waitresses. Oh, yeah. Okay, tip the staff. Yeah, because now someone has to clean that tip up. Them. Now they're going to have to <laughs> clean that up. So that means an extra tip from you. Uh, but no, seriously. Tip them, okay? They're really, really, they're working for you. It's a Tuesday night. They don't need to be here. They could be home watching Big Brother. But they're here. So uh, tip, 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 tip. And if you think that you haven't tipped enough, you haven't. And if you think that you've tipped too much, you haven't. And you should tip more. So tip the hell out of these people. That's all I'm saying, okay? All right. Um, I used to bartend, so tip the hell out of these people. And so did you. Yeah, Yes. I did. All right, yeah, scary movie, yeah. Besides arachnophobia, The Guardian. The Guardian. The What's Guardian, that? The, with the, with the, 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 wait a minute, wait, 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 hold on. The Guardian, where the woman babysitter turns into a fucking tree? I was a child when I saw this, I had nightmares of that stuff. That's the so the Guardian, you, wait, by the way, yeah. It's like a, just, she like an old oak? What do you? A big ass tree. Okay. So, by the way, I'm glad, this is, it's. So wait a minute, what was the, the, that, were you scared to turn into a tree? Well, she was a tree, so. And she was also, <laughs> she was also a babysitter. So, right. right. She was kidnapping babies and yeah, sacrificed them to the tree. By the oh, way, okay. you know who directed that movie? William Friedkin directed that movie. The late great William Friedkin, who we lost a couple of months ago, mm -hmm. uh, director of The Exorcist. So yeah, you want to talk about up here and then down here? Okay. All right. Fair enough. You were a kid. You didn't know any better. Yeah. The The Hitcher, one of the best movies ever. Um, uh, you've seen that one? No. Rutger Hauer, C. Okay. Thomas Howell, Jennifer Jason Lee. Unbelievable movie. Unbelievable. Let me just say this right now. Fucking Ebert and Siskel are responsible for that movie bombing. They are oh, responsible no. for that movie bombing, and they can kiss my ass for what they did to that movie. Because when wow. that movie came out, they ripped it to shreds. And not only did they rip it to shreds on their show nationally, they went out of their way to say that it was morally reprehensible and that it was this and it was that. They did it on three separate shows. They went after The Hitcher, and that Goodness. movie bombed. And now, of course, you go back and look at it, it's one of the best horror movies ever made. So they are responsible. Sometimes Siskel and Ebert, you love them, and sometimes I wanted to punch them in the mouth, and that was one of the cases. And they remade The Hitcher, too, and it sucked. Okay, what, what you... Yeah, when you were a kid, mm. it's different. So yeah. going back to the Halloween, I hated Almond Joy as a kid, but now I love it. Anyway. <laughs> he hated Almond Joy as a kid, now he loves it. Your tastes have matured. Yes. The Shining. So I'm third grade. My parents almost called the shrink because I couldn't sleep for 30 days. 
Seriously? Oh, no. So he, 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 you, how old were you? Uh, like third grade. So you, you were like Danny's why? age. I was Danny's age. Good Christ. What were your, like, what, did you think you were going to get the, the powers or what was no, like the, the crap. just in yeah. general? <laughs> no hotels for me, please. Yeah. Yeah. Come with us, Danny. We can play forever and ever. That doesn't and sound ever. like a bad. <laughs> I got to say, I have to say, I was 15 when that movie came out and, and I like it. I don't love it as much as everybody else does, mm. and I don't think it's that scary. I know I'm, I just don't. I mean, I, I, I think it's cool, and I love it, and I've seen it a million times, but, you know, I think Nicholson, the problem with that movie, the problem I had with that movie is I read the book, and the book's a thousand times better, and it's different. It's completely different than what Kubrick did. Kubrick made a Kubrick movie. So, but my problem is, Nicholson's fucking nuts at the beginning of that movie. Like, he's nuts. Like, the, the, the whole point of that movie, the movie's about alcoholism, because uh, Stephen King wrote it when he was in the, the throes of it. And the movie's about what alcohol can do to you and how it can change you. Mm -hmm. And he and in the book, it's a gradual thing. Like he, he's clean for a little while and then he falls off the wagon. And as right. he gets drunker and drunker and crazier and crazier, the more scary he gets. Nicholson's nuts from the onset. Well, you only got so much time to. <laughs> <laughs> you just gotta go straight into it. Like when he's in the even at the interview when the guy's interviewing, he's like, "Well, I like horror movies," and I'm like, "Yeah, sure you do, because <laughs> you just murdered twelve people in the lobby." So. Uh, but no, I mean, but The Shining, I, I, that's, that's actually, how many people love The Shining, right? Yeah, because that, no, seriously, people are freaked out by that movie. You guys I are like freaked out by The movie. Shining? Did you like it? I like it, but that, that, that ending with Jack Nicholson all frozen, yeah. like that, come on. One of the things. How is that supposed to, he's like all cross-eyed. It's <laughs> like a damn Wiley e. Coyote <laughs> cartoon. <laughs> I was just like, I didn't get it. It would have been better if they just left his shadow like that. I mean, probably, imprint, like, yeah. Like, like, like Coyote and the imprint on He's the wall. He's just kind of, yeah, it's, it's a bit That's silly hilarious, in my like mind. it's Wiley Coyote. Um, no, but, uh, but, that, but that, I remember seeing that movie and like, you know, I thought it was really great. And, and But people are freaked out by that movie. They're really, really freaked mm. out by it. And it's, I guess it's because it's so primal and it's, there's a lot of child, you know, children, you know, stuff in it. But man... Did Kubrick treat uh, Shelley Duvall like an like? Boy, did he mistreat her on that. If you don't, that poor know, woman. He was just. <laughs> it was horrible what he did to her. Her hair was falling out. She had trauma for the rest of her life because of the way he treated her on the, on The Shining. So that performance that she's given is real. Like when she's shaking and he's coming after her with the bat and like she's beside herself. It's because Kubrick was fucking screaming and in her face and yeah. making her do hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of takes. <laughs> Yeah, Kubrick Enjoy the a, movie, folks. Listen, Kubrick was, <laughs> Kubrick, was, Kubrick was a genius, but he was a dick. He was a dick. A lot of it, Hitchcock, dick. He was a dick. The way he treated Tippi Hedren on the birds, dick. Because she wouldn't sleep with him. He was a dick. And that's true. He, he was lusting for her, and so he said, oh, well, you're, we're going to use fake birds. Uh, no, action, <laughs> real birds came in and started pecking her. I'm not kidding. Real stuff. So, But in the, here's the thing about The Shining. Mm. Is what a, here's the thing. <laughs> That always drove me nuts. Even when I was when I first saw it, I was 15 years old. Was like so. Scatman Crothers is in it, okay? And yeah, give it up for Scatman. Yeah, <laughs> Scatman Crothers, man, fantastic on Sanford and Son. Is one of his best friends. <laughs> Anytime I can talk about Sanford and Son, it makes me happy. Anyway, so uh, in it, so he's like he's like you got a shining, right? And he's like he has the shining too. Hmm. And so I just I always found it like ridiculous that so like he gets up out of bed in the middle of the night and he gets on a fucking plane and he gets a, takes a plane then he gets on another plane he takes another plane 
and then he rents a car and he drives over here. Then he's got to get a fucking plow, and he takes a plow and he goes down the roads and he see and it takes him 17 days to get there. 27 flights, a plow. He's going through the wind, gets it. He walks in the door, axe right in the chest. Like waste of fuck. I, every time he gets killed, I'm like, what a waste of goddamn time. I mean, he can't even use his miles. Oh, you know man. what I mean? He got to fucking hatch it. Like immediately, he walks in, and gets killed. Anyway. Sure, people were concerned about that. That was my concern. <laughs> when he got hit, he got when he got hit with the axe, I was like, "God damn, he wasted his time." Other people were screaming. I'm like, "Man, that sucks." Anybody else? Scariest movie or first scary movie you ever saw? Yeah, back there. Basket game. <laughs> yeah, Belial. Yeah. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, <laughs> uh, basket game, basket case. Yeah. Yeah. It's no, it's trash. Uh, but it's so. But basket case is great. Well, he was a kid. So, so here's the thing. It's about a guy who's got this deformed twin, mm-hmm. and he keeps it in a basket. Okay. And he carries it around, and it makes mm. him kill people. Oh, and it's directed right. by a guy named Frank Henenlotter. And Frank Henenlotter made three basket case movies. Does it talk to him? Yeah. And he's like a like a deformed guy with little arms. So he's not even like, hey. He's Belial. And brother? he can psychically, no. Oh, psychically. Yeah. Okay, okay. So they're connected, okay? okay? So he made three of those, but he yeah. also made fucking Frankenhooker. Now, I don't know if you're familiar yeah. with Frankenhooker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we get applause over there for Frankenhooker. <laughs> yeah, Frankenhooker is a masterpiece. Uh, but yeah, so the so the, so the... The guy, the guy responsible for, for Basket Case mm-hmm. also directed Frankenhooker. Okay. Uh, anybody else? Uh, oh. Trilogy of Terror. This guy showed that two weeks ago. Sven mm-hmm. Trilogy of Terror. That's with the little voodoo doll and Karen Black. Okay. Ooh. You remember that one? No. Yeah. No, thanks. I'm going to second your Nightmare on Elm Street, the first one. Yeah. The c- the c- yeah the sound in, in Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. What what's your what do you think is this? Yeah. yeah. Is it, what's the scariest moment in Nightmare? The first Nightmare. And I'll tell you mine. Jesus and you, and if you guys have a scary um, moment for the first Nightmare. Probably the blood. I mean, when he gets sucked into the whatever oh, into Depp. his bed. Yeah. Johnny Depp gets sucked into. The, he gets in the sucked blood. into the bed, and it's just for goo. me. For me, it's um, when um, Heather Lanningkamp falls asleep and she wakes up, and Amanda Wiss is in the body bag. Uh, in the mm. hallway, yeah, she's yeah. In the doorway, and she's in the hallway, and then when she's in the body bag, and 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 uh, a man or Heather Landcamp looks out into the school hallway, and she's laying on the ground in the body bag, and her leg lifts up, mm-hmm. and someone drags the body bag across the. It's fucking cool. <laughs> they gotta take it away. That's <laughs> the movie. That's the, even now I watch that part, and I'm like, God damn, that's scary. <laughs> uh, anybody else? Scariest movie you ever saw? Yeah. Yeah, I gotta give a shout out to Phantasm. Oh, it's my man sure. right there. My man right there, Phantasm. How many people love Phantasm? <laughs> Have you seen Phantasm? Yes, I saw Phantasm. Yeah. I saw it at your movie screening. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, um, I, host, I used to host movie screenings, uh, <laughs> and so I showed Phantasm. Phantasm is, is the only movie that I saw over 100 times in the theater in one summer. Summer of 1979, I saw it over 100 times in the theater. And I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. I'm a fucking loser. <laughs> people um, people okay. are aghast Again, that aghast. you watched it that many times. Because yeah, I'm a loser. <laughs> I'm a loser. Okay, uh, before we bring uh, our special guest out here, because we want to get her out here, and we want to talk horror with her as well, 
Because, um, you know, we all have horror in common because we used to work at GN. Anyway. Um, horrible, horrible experiences. Oh, what? Oh. So, anyway, um, <laughs> let's do trivia. You ready for more Mother's Day trivia? Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, can you read my writing? Oh, uh, uh, what? <laughs> Fr okay, I got fervor? It. No. Fever. <laughs> no, I got it. Official. Yes. Oh, what it what's the official flower of Mother's there Day? There you go. Raise your hand. The official Yes. Uh -huh. No. Anybody? Yes. Uh -huh. yes. Yes, carnation. Come on up. Apt gift certificate. Oh wow. And a t-shirt. Ooh. There you go. All right, cool. All right, can you let's see what the next one is. Can let's you read see. that? According to survey, what do mothers want most for Mother's Day? What do mothers want most for Mother's Day? Raise your hand. Yes. Oh. Silence. <laughs> <laughs> Silence, by the way, is what she said. The close second. Yeah. Uh, it was. Uh, uh, are we going to guess again? Yeah. Anybody else? Oh. Their children. Now they hate their fucking children. Uh, to be gone, I'm assuming. Anybody else? Anybody else? Come on, I got free oh. shit. Raise your hand. I say heard something. A, yes. I heard a not breakfast in bed, but um, close. Close. Let's give it to her. It's Money. either it's not to cook and to dine out. So yeah, that's the same thing. Yeah. yeah. electronics and a car. Okay, one more, and then we'll bring out our special guest. What pers oh percentage of Mother's Day cards are purchased by women? What percentage of Mother's Day cards are purchased by women? Raise your hand and throw yes. 50%. That's incorrect. Higher. 80, Who oh. said 80? You win. Come on up. You win. <laughs> on the dot. There you go. Yay. Yeah, a and a app gift card. There you go. All right. Cool. Nice yeah. job, everybody. Okay. So our guest, our special guest, is an award-winning uh, journalist who we used to work with at WGN. Um, and she worked there for many, many years. She did television. She was in the news department. She hosted shows. She now is a contributor, a regular contributor, on the Steve Cochran Morning Show, which you can hear me on uh, on Fridays as well. Uh, and we're going to host it together this Friday. You can hear her uh, contributing on Fridays, uh, every day, actually, on the Steve Cochran Show on WLS. And uh, it's Andrea Darlis. Let's hear, uh, let's hear it for Andrea. It's Andrea. Wow. Hi, Andrea. You guys are a lot of fun to watch in person. Yeah. Oh, thank oh. you. We're in the back. It's Andrea Darlis, everybody. <laughs> She's the best. Heckle, You're the best. <laughs> Hi, you guys. Thank you for doing this. Thank you guys for coming out. Yeah. Is, thanks for asking me. This is really cool. I've listened to you guys, and when you asked, I was like, this is very cool. Well, I'm very um, honored to be here. Uh, since we were talking about candy, what are some of your favorite, what's your, what candy stuff do you like? Oh, anything chocolate. Anything. Uh, uh, oh, Reese's peanut butter cups are my favorite. Mm -hmm. Um... Yeah, and, and anyone who listens to Steve knows those are his favorite too. So he comes. That's, in, those are Steve's favorites too. Yeah, he comes in with a bag of the of the Reese's peanut butter cups, which obviously <laughs> you know uh, <laughs> aren't good for the thighs. Uh, but I love that Snickers. You know, you're yeah. just anything mm -hmm. chocolatey. I don't except I'm not a fan of the uh, the coconut. I don't like the, the yeah, no almond mounds, joy no and the mounds. Yeah. yeah, and I don't like really like the sour stuff. You know, like so the, when you were a mm. kid, what? 
uh, candy, like when you when you went to the trick or treat, you both both of you guys. Yeah. What when you looked in the bag? What was the stuff that you were like, oh man, why would you even give me that? What were some of the things that you hated to get? You know what? The, we had a house that would give. Remember those Andes mints? You know how like you'd go to dinner and those at the end of the adult. meal back in like you know the eighties they yeah. would give you the check and they'd give you those Andes. So we had a guy on our block who would hand those out and pennies. I'm yeah. like, Penny's why do you hand out coins? Wait, so, so a guy, even then, so somebody would walk up to the register at a diner and just scoop out a bunch of them, yeah. and then give them to kids for Halloween. Yes, that was the that was that <laughs> that's was great. Awful that's a good and idea. gross, but but I grew up and and we're sort of the same age. You're the youngster as as, but. Um, Back in the day, so you'd have to dump your candy out, and then your parents would have to look at every single candy bar. Oh, no, that's still, I'm sure that's still. There's like a little tear. It's like, oh, throw it away. So, where did you grow up? Orland Park. Orland Park. Southside. South suburbs. Yeah. 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 Orland Park. Orland Park is represented over there. All right. (laughs) Tinley Park is represented over there. Excellent. Southside. Anybody else on the Southside? Southside. Very nice. I was born in Oak Lawn, (laughs) um, and then I lived in Orland Park growing up, and then I lived in Champaign for a couple years. Uh, then came back, lived in Orland, Joliet area, and then now I live on the north side. So I'm a north side transplant. Yeah. I live near Park Ridge now. So yeah. what was it like to tra- to trick or treat? Or what was it like to trick or treat in Orland? Oh, it was the best. It was the absolute best. I remember. Um, so one Halloween, I we that again back in the day, you'd have the plastic mask. You know, you couldn't even breathe. And then the pla- I was strawberry shortcake one year, so I had the plastic mask, right? And then the plastic, you know apron or whatever it was but we would go out and trick-or-treat come back dump the candy out and then go out again i mean until it got even past like eight or nine o'clock yeah oh my goodness what was trick-or-treating like and you could tell um it was the same juliet it was the same yeah Yeah. Yeah. it was the same i wouldn't we wouldn't keep going my my parents were gonna they were like you're done you're in right that's it (laughs) right um doors are locked right and and i never did this but i knew that you could was you'd go to the rich people neighborhoods and they'd give you the full size candy bars oh i heard the lore i never got to do it right i think Mm -hmm. now more people give out the full size candy bars right it's a lot of money do they I just go to Costco and I get uh, just a couple bags of. Do like, you get trick or treaters at your place? Oh yeah, we yeah. get tons of trick or treaters, and yeah. I love it. I love handing out the candy, but I I hand out the handfuls. You know, I don't just do like one or two. I just wow. Do you so run I, out? Everybody knows I, where to go. I know. You, you go I usually Andrea's don't ask because I buy a couple of a couple mm-hmm. of bags, and then whatever I don't use, you know. How about the I, people? I usually, I usually run out, or usually. Because that's the enough. fear. Just have enough. Yeah. What it's about scary the people to that, run that out. would give you not only pennies, but you remember the people that would give you like. Uh, Toothbrushes and toothpaste, like little toothpaste. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That seems more expensive Fuck than off. candy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, where are you getting this specialty thing of, like, tiny right. toothbrushes? Mini yeah. toothbrushes. Unless they're dentists. I yeah, guess. I, I, I yeah. would think that they would probably, like, rip it off from the dentist's office or something. And, and But that was a thing. Like, people would be like, you shouldn't eat candy here. Right. There were a lot of like criminals apples, that we're encountering. <laughs> we were just talking yeah, about this apple. backstage. How about the, the, the uh, we were talking about Halloween 2. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And there's a scene in Halloween 2. Tell everybody what the scene... Th- there's a scene, this little boy gets uh, brought in by his mother and he has a razor blade in his, oh. in his lip. And they're just it's just funny because they're like, it's okay, don't even... <laughs> and he's like, not. he's just kind of like... And I would think he'd be screaming in pain, but he isn't. But yeah. So, so that is a reference to an urban legend. Mm-hmm. Where you guys know the urban legend, right? There would be razor blades in the apples. In the, right. Yeah. And and uh, did you ever, did that ever 
was that ever a thing when you were a kid? Yeah. Like, did you ever worry about razor blades? So if you got an apple in your bag, you went, nope, there's a razor blade well, in it. Well, here's the no. question. Right. Did you right. get apples? No, we didn't get apples. Good. We That's, didn't get apples. Come Although on. one house, and I think it was just because they ran out of candy, but again, because it's Orland Park in the 80s, you know, or the, yeah, the 80s, um, they would, this one woman put candy corn. I heard you guys talking about candy corn backstage. Um, but they, she'd put candy corn in like a little paper towel with, she must have run out of candy because it was candy corn in a paper towel with like a little ribbon wrapped around it. Oh, wow. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, that's so cute. My mom's like, throw it away. Yeah, <laughs> anything, anything handmade Man, like that right. is a no-go. Pop- popcorn balls. That popcorn was one. Balls. People oh, hand out the God. popcorn balls. Yeah. Those were cool. I like those. Yeah. yeah. I did I, like those. Those were nice. Yeah, I I think I've only had the the prepackaged kind, and those were already like stale. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. those are stale. The popcorn. I totally forgot about popcorn. Remember the balls. popcorn My balls? God. Oh yeah. We used to in my neighborhood. I grew up in the city. I grew up um, like six blocks away from Wrigley Field, like in the city. And we would trick or treat till ten o'clock. Like we would go out till like ten, and you know. Go to the same house over and over again and bang on the door and, and be now like, get out of here, you little bastards! Now there's hours. They start earlier. It's like yeah. three yeah. to seven or four to right. seven. Right now it's like you I have to. Bad. You, you, now it's like you have to be at this cul-de-sac between noon and three, and that's it, you little bastards. That's in the house. And you know what I'm seeing more now too? Are you guys? The parents are getting into it and they're drinking. They're like <laughs> pulling the kids in a wagon and they're on the sidewalk and they're like, you know, they're like. So they're just, so they're yeah gonna, exactly. So wait wait wait, yes. wait hold on a second. So is that is that true? That's the thing, right? So yeah. you parents are getting loaded while your kids are. I mean, you are just walking in your neighborhood. Follow yeah. Along. Yeah. And, and all the parents then are on the sidewalk. Then we get in the car, drive. No, we don't do that. But it's cute because the parents are like, "What do you say?" And they're like, "Trick or treat." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So thank you. This is an actual news story, and I want to get your your thoughts on this. Okay. It's an actual news story from WGN TV. Okay. Um, and the news story girl. is: How old is too old to go trick or treating? Okay, do you, here's the thing, I, I just, I love Halloween, I don't care if the, I know maybe teenagers shouldn't be, because they just come out in, you know, their sweatshirts, and yeah. they're not really in costume, but I'll give them candy, you yeah. know, I'm like, if they make the effort, you seem like you have a harsh thought on this. Oh, no, I don't. Okay. <laughs> I have harsh thoughts on everything, but not. Nine. No. no. <laughs> you have to be nine, and that's it. <laughs> what about you? Do you ever see, like. I. I'm fine with teenagers. I I do not like the lack of trying. Yeah. Like put on a mask. Put on some. Put a headband on. Right. Something. Some face paint. Yeah. Try something. a little bit. I'm yeah. a teenager. That's my costume. Now give but me. But I a did right. see it was on, and I I know I shouldn't be on here, but it was on next door. Uh, if anybody frequents that mm-hmm. uh, website, is essentially where all the the Karens love to go complain about any little thing. Um, but somebody was like, why is it so bad if I go trick-or-treating? I just want to dress up and get some candy. And she's th- there was like a grown adult. And everyone's like, well, you can just go to the store and <laughs> right. buy candy. Go buy a bag. Like, yeah. Like, no. Why are you going? I think she was going by herself, too. There was no children oh, involved. Oh, God. Right. Exercise. So it was even weirder. I was like, come on. <laughs> no, that's very weird. <laughs> I'm gonna, yeah, that uh, is weird. I'm going to go. It just says to her cat, I'll be back, honey. I'm just going to go. Yeah, I, I draw yeah. the line at like, full-grown adults. I'm like, yeah. you can afford to buy your own candy. Yeah, I th- teenagers. I, you know, I, think, I think I'm with you, though, because I mean, at least put in an effort. Right. Yeah. Put, it, put a costume on, you know? Like, don't beat some jag off with a hat. Yeah, I'm, I'm a, you know. I'd say high school. I'm Chad. Maybe yeah. after high school is the cutoff. Like, once you hit college, you should be right. at different parties. Right. Yeah, no. you should probably <laughs> treat well, other parties. As someone who went to U of I in Champaign, yeah. uh, Halloween. Now what, what Halloween was huge, yeah. huge. It wasn't quite like Southern Illinois. Southern, 
was the Carbondale. Oh, yeah. That Carbondale was, where, was fucking that's insane. That's where they turned cars yeah. over and yeah. everything. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. No, they went nuts on Oh, yeah. Gunners. It was insane. Yeah. A lot of the U of I people would go to Carbondale because yeah. that was where all the parties were. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, there was costume parties, and we dressed up every year. And we were um, – my, my friends and I uh, were the pink ladies one year, but we didn't have any money. So we just wore, like, white windbreakers and wrote our names here and wrote pink ladies in pink lipstick on the back. Because, wow. again, you know, you're I mean, sophomores in college. So we went as that, and um, someone bought a pack of cigarettes. And so we thought we were just so cool. You know, again, we're, you know, f- oh, first year away from home. And, um, and, and so years later, my mom was like, oh, look at you girls. That's so cute. And she's like, is that cigarette lit? <laughs> and I was like, no. It's a fake one. It's a trick. Yeah, I'm it's like, oh, it's one of those, you know, Blowing chalk ones. So, so um, uh, what, by the way, what was the name of the, the uh, I always forget the name of the bar. I used to go down to visit, I had friends who went to school in Champaign. Okay. Um, so we used to go down to visit them all the time. Like every other weekend we go down. The cams or? Just get, what was the name of the bar where they sang American Pie every night at midnight? O'Malley's. That was O'Malley's. On Green Street? Yes. Okay. Yes. Imagine it's that torture. Now. Hearing that goddamn song every night but at midnight. But there was, that bar, so you got a mug, and so you bought the mug, and they had um, they had a dr- uh, they had a drink called a, a blue, it was like a blue moon, only it just had a dirtier name. Um, <laughs> You're not on the radio right now, but that's okay, <laughs> I understand. Um, blue yeah, something. Yeah, it was a blue something. But you had to drink seven drinks, and then you got a t-shirt at the end of the day but it, they were like hardcore in it was one like sitting in one okay. sitting yeah so it was like two shots a long island a vodka drink oh, good lord but there were seven drinks and it was like the thing that everybody had to drink the seven drinks before you graduated wow. and you got the t-shirt mm-hmm. big deal right <laughs> so that was the iconic o'malley's and that was at O'Malley's. and they called it the wall the wall the the seven i remember the only thing i remember about o'malley's because i don't know if i was ever in there sober but the only thing that i remember about o'malley's was one that Goddamn American Pie. That American was, Pie I, at midnight. And, and I hate that song with every fiber of my being. And so, like, and w- they would sing it. And I'd be like, "We have to get out of here now, or we we're going to. I got. I'm going to kill somebody. I'm going to murder everybody in here." <laughs> that was the closing here. song. Yeah. yeah. And and uh, and <laughs> Sorry, so we go. We we go to Steak and Shake. I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Let's go to Steak and Shake. <laughs> steak now. and Shake. Um, but I remember all I remember about that place was the beers were cheap. You could get loaded, and everything was wet. Everything right, was wood and wet. It like was any. Just, Wet wood. Like any college bar, yeah. Any good college bar, your feet stick to the ground. And they had, you know, I look back and it was like, of course, you know, quarter beers or dollar bottle night. But the one bar, um, there's a bar called Cam's and a bar called C.O. Daniels. And they were kind of connected to each other in the same little, what would have been like a strip mall back then. Um, But they had every every Thursday... They called them, oh, you know, $5 buckets. So it was a bucket of beer, and you'd take the red Solo cup, and, you you know, we'd all have your cup. You'd dunk it in. Oh, wait a minute. It was literally a bucket. In a bucket. Yeah. Okay. And I'll tell the story I'm... years later, and I'm like, wow, that was probably what they used to clean the oh floors. Oh, God. I was thinking the bottles oh, were no. in the bucket. No, no. it was a oh, bucket, right. like, yeah, a bucket, right. like, that you put yeah. a mop mm-hmm. in. And, yeah. again, like, they'd probably yeah. clean the floor mm. with it at the end of the night. That, that, and you, that stopped right at and COVID. And we were like, yeah. Oh, again, again, this was the, well, no- the, this was is, the 90s. Know, it's alcohol. It's <laughs> cleansing. Right. Yeah, it's fine. We're like, oh, this is great. Yeah. $5 buckets. Yeah. They used to have that. There, oh, was a, there was a bar on Lincoln Avenue. God, I can't remember the name. But there was a bar on Lincoln Avenue where they had that, where you would get like a, not, it wasn't a bucket. It was some, think of something else. And you would give you cups. <laughs> and Other you would just vessel. dip in and. Oh, right. Lord. It'd be like, hey, I'll go, ah, and then God, dip it back the in. The stuff and, we did. Yeah. Jeez. This is, this is, it, you talk, you want to talk alive. about double dipping. Jesus oh, yeah. Christ. 
<laughs> so, I, um, so you went to U of I. When did yeah. you? And because and, 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 I do, we do want to know uh, uh, seriously. So okay. when did you start? When did you want to get into broadcasting? Because you're so goddamn oh. good, by the way. You're so you're no, such you're, you're so great on the radio um, and on television. You were great in the you're great on the news. You're thanks, a great journalist. Right. And you're a fantastic host. You're one of my favorite people in broadcast. Well, I could say and the same yeah, about yeah, both of you guys. Serious. Very, very true about both of you. So um, tell me, what, how did it all start for you? When did you want to do it? Well, when I was young, I knew I wanted to do something in journalism or be a reporter. And when I was in fourth grade, we took, you know, you take uh, field trips. And, you know, instead of going to the museum, we toured the Chicago Tribune. Um, the Freedom Center, where they used to have the presses, you know, where the newspapers would actually be printed. And that was called the Freedom Center, and it was at Chicago and Halstead. So we got to tour it, and I'm, I was just enthralled. I'm like, wow. So people write stories, and then they put them on these presses. And again, I'm fourth grade, so what is that, like 9, 10 ish yeah. years old, maybe 10. Yeah. And we're walking through this giant building, and I saw in the corner a man at a desk. And I said, what is, you know, the teacher, what is that guy doing? She said, oh, he's one of the copy editors. And he, he corrects the spelling. You know, of course, you know, the, the version that you tell a nine-year-old. He corrects the spelling for the newspaper and the grammar. And I was like, oh, I am going to be the copy editor for the Chicago <laughs> Tribune. And we had to write, like, a little essay about our experience. So I, or what we wanted to be when we grew up. So I put, I want to be the copy editor of the Chicago Tribune. And I won this essay contest in fourth grade. So I knew at that point I wanted, I had, you know, I just was always, I wanted to tell stories and write. And, you know, I was really into just being a journalist. And I loved Carol Marine. I loved watching Carol Marine and Ron Majors and Diane Burns and everybody, mm -hmm. you know, on the news. I really enjoyed that. So I always knew that's, you know, what I wanted to do. Was what was your first uh, gig? So my first story, that's a great question. My very first story, I was at, um, interning at a radio station in Champaign. It was um, WLRW, and then I would go and intern at WDWS. It was like kind of the all-news station in Champaign. And um, my boss, as, as life is just, you know, this crazy, you know, life is just insane. My first boss is now my current boss when I, because I work for the University of oh, Illinois wow. now. Yeah. Very incestuous, all yeah. like radio yeah. media. Yeah, it, it, so she um, she was my first news director, and uh, she said, you have to cover the story. It was a Russian cosmonaut who was coming to campus, Yuri Genkov or something. Yes. Oh, people are. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. It was your, yes, yeah. so he was coming to campus to speak, and it was a blizzard in Champaign. And if those of you who've been to Champaign or Urbana or anywhere in central Illinois, there's not like plows that come through, you know, regularly. I guess like the city streets of Chicago, right? Like mm. the side <laughs> streets. So my boss said, here, borrow my car. You need to get to, he was at um, Parkland Community College. He was coming, you know, which is part of the campus. It's just, you know, part of, part of U of I campus. So she said, you have to get there, but you have to go now because his speech is going to start. She's like, you can borrow my car. So I'm flooring it. I'm going through like, you know, farmlands to get to where he is. And I spun out. And I completely spun out, and I'm in the ditch, and I thought, oh, my God, this is my first story. You know, she's actually, I'm actually going to cover this and write it and wrap it and be on the radio. So I had, thank God, two guys came by, and they, like, pushed me out, went, covered it, took, I cut, I cut the story out of the newspaper the next day because I thought, oh, it's my first story ever. And I came back, and uh, my boss is like, how was it? I'm like, great, great. She's like, any problems? I'm like, no. 
No. <laughs> I am a professional. We are all good. <laughs> so, but yeah, so that was my first story. That's a great nice. question. Yeah. Almost died. Right. Your first story. I know, completely spun out <laughs> into yeah. the into the ditch. Um, the dedication. You, yeah. you mentioned to me, and this I love this. You're gonna love this. That you did a little. You did some. You did some rock jock stuff. Mm. I did. Yeah, man, you yeah. were rock jock. Yeah. <laughs> my first uh, the f- my first job was at our college radio station. And it was WPGU, and I was a DJ because you started out like training for a semester, and then you get to be a DJ. And they called and said, "We're going to give you a shift. It's three to six. And I was like, "Great, three p.m. to six p.m. Perfect. I'll be home in time for to eat dinner." And the guys like, and their program director was like, "Yeah, no, three a.m. to six a.m." <laughs> so I called my mom on the landline back in Orland, and I said, "I got this gig. It's three a.m. to six a.m." And my little college boyfriend would walk me, you know, to the radio station, and then back to the oh. dorm. And my mom's like, you're not taking that. And I'm like, of course not. And I hung up the phone, and I called him back, and I'm like, I am in. I'm so good to go. And our slo- it was a classic rock station, and the, the slogan was rock and roll till the cows come home. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and then the sound effect would go moo. <laughs> so that was our first. And I got in trouble because it was all classic rock, and I wasn't a huge fan of classic rock. I liked more, you know, 80s pop kind of music. Um, so I would throw in like Lita Ford or Ozzy Osbourne, Crazy Train, yeah. and the program director would call me at like three fifteen in the morning, and she's like, "Why are you playing Ozzy Osbourne? Oh, you know, screw that this guy. is this is class. You play Black Sabbath. You don't play what? Ozzy Osbourne and Lita Ford <laughs> yeah. together, yeah. singing Close My Eyes Forever. Yeah, oh, yeah that's we don't play ballads here. How long yeah. were you there? I was there uh, two years. Two was years. You were same a rock jock for two years. Uh, no, then I moved to the weekend shift. Then oh. I moved to a Saturday afternoon shift. And then a Sunday afternoon shift, and then I started doing kind of uh, a night shift every every couple oh. days or so. so. But it was but it was a paid gig. It was my first paid gig. So for three hours, you got five dollars. That's a lot of money yeah. in radio. <laughs> oh yeah, that's Still good. Is. It's Still the radio is. business. The radio You're business right. sucks. Everybody. Oh, it does. <laughs> we it have sucks. This, we have this little game that we play with each other. It's like, how much was your first paying gig? Y- okay. So, well, my first one out of college. Your first, yeah, your first one. Yeah. Out of Sixteen. College. 16, 16 a year. Thousand yeah. a year, yeah. 16 a year, okay. Yeah, 16,000. Yeah. I know. Uh, and that was 94. Wow. So that wasn't that long ago. Wow. <laughs> so, so, okay. Let, let's, uh, I want to get to, because uh, how you got onto WGN um, is one of my favorite stories. Because it, it, oh. it, it involves one of my favorite people that I ever got to work with at GN. Um, and he was before, uh, before you got there uh, as but well. he loved you. He, my God. This guy... One of my favorites, but you were interning, correct, at GN? I was interning, yeah. And yeah. tell everybody who this guy was okay. and, and, and what happened. Because this guy, and, and if, you're, if, you're, if you're old school, if you listen to GN for a while, you're going to know this name. It's Tom Peterson, right? Oh, Tom Peterson, yes. So Tom Peterson anchored with Spike O'Dell for decades, and he was, he was a curmudgeon, and I, and I loved him. He I was, loved he was, him. So he and I happened to be sitting next to each other, and I was working in Joliet at a radio station, and we were at one of those um, student award banquets, those the broadcasters' banquets, and uh, so he happened to we were sitting at the same table, and I knew who he was, and I was like, oh my god, it's Tom Peterson. He is legendary in the news business, radio news. He's been at WGN, you know, twenty five years at that point, and um, so I was a little nervous, and I'm sitting next to him. So someone got up to speak, and Tom's like, get a load of him. He's like, he's a drunk. And he would start telling stories about everybody who came up to talk or someone had won an award and Tom's like, oh, he's on his fourth wife. And they all nice. left him, you know, so he would just, so, we, so that was my introduction to Tom Peterson. I'm like, That's this guy Tom, is man. so cool. He is so funny. Yeah. He, he was cracking me up. And then I remember, um, 
It was the year that Glenn Pichard and George Ryan were running for governor. And Glenn Pichard came up to give the keynote speech. And they said, oh, for the next 15 minutes, Glenn Pichard is going to be speaking. And that's probably 14 minutes too long. Anyway, <laughs> you know, number one. Well, Glenn Pichard spoke for 45 minutes. Oh, good Lord. And it's like one of those things. How do you pull the guy off? The, how do you pull him off stage? You know, how do you politely? So Tom's like, here, follow my lead. clapping so I start clapping so the table starts clapping and we're like yes finally there's an end in sight and Glenn Pichard goes thank you and then and he <laughs> continued to talk so Tom's like let's go to the bar let's go have a drink and he was so nice so um uh, about six months later I was offered a different job and I wasn't sure if I should take it or not it was a split shift which in radio is like you know you work the morning you get a break from say 9 a.m to 3 p.m and then you go back and finish the shift from three to seven so it's a brutal shift for five dollars yeah for, for five bucks a shift so um but that was probably like eighteen thousand at that point so i called tom <laughs> and i said i just want your advice i said i wasn't asking for a job or anything i just said would you do this and he's like absolutely not that's they suck you know <laughs> he's like they're terrible don't go work there uh it's, it's a company that's no longer in business it was like a metro traffic i think or shadow traffic kind of a thing um but just kind of a freelance news position um so i didn't take the job and then he called me about a week before thanksgiving and said hey why don't you why don't you do some freelancing for me and uh i said what do you have in mind he's like thanksgiving the day after christmas christmas eve <laughs> new year's eve new year's day to start and i went okay so I did, and that's how we met. And then about six months later, he offered me a job. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. So that's how she so. started at GN. And yeah. Around <laughs> the time, when did you start at GN? When, uh, when you when you actually got the gig, like when you were working. So I that this was it, this was um, the holidays of '97, mm -hmm. and then I started full time in April of '98. Right. That's, and I that's, was there till 2019. So you and I. Wow. Yeah. I I started. I mean, I was with I was on with Roy. Right. But I got my first show with. Gary Lee Wright. And I remember. I would anchor your in news. In 98. Yes. So we roughly started around the around same time. Around the same time. Full time, at least. You know, yeah. At least on the air. And I would work, I was working Saturdays, or and I was working nights, my first shift anchoring, and you would come in, and uh, and I Tom loved you, you know, because you would cross paths the next morning, yeah. and he'd be like, you gotta get a haircut, because yeah. you had the long hair. <laughs> Very long. Yeah, long, you had long hair. Long hair. Uh, but it was it was so cool listening yeah. to you and Roy, you know, just your different perspectives, and yeah. that was really cool for well, me. Well, um, so uh, you know, I was lucky enough to have worked with you many, many, many times, and um, but I do want to ask, you know, like on the TV side, I wanted to get to this. Yeah. How much fun did you have w w doing that? And what were some of your favorite stories that you covered on the TV side? Oh God, I love doing the TV side. Uh, well, I didn't like the I didn't like the crime. I didn't like covering, you know shootings and crime and that's always it's always difficult to cover stories that those kind of stories yeah. um deaths you know especially anything involving children is, is always very hard to cover um and then i switched so i was at cltv while i was at gn from 2000 to 2005 and then i started working on a show called house marts with lou right. manfredini yes yeah, so i did that yeah. for um 13 years that had a 13 year run 13 years? yeah it started in 06 and we did our last one we did our last one in the spring of 19, and then COVID hit. And now wow. it's just reruns, yeah. Yeah, wow. COVID kind of, COVID changed so much, mm -hmm. you know, with the business and with journalism and with covering stories. And I mean, it used to be you would, you'd meet at the TV station, you'd go out with your crew, and you'd spend the whole day together. You know, your crew was your team, your photographer, your editor. And then with COVID, so I left right before COVID hit. 
Um, and then now everyone kind of drives to stories. So there's not really a lot of, um, you know, togetherness yeah. anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and they kind of stuck. But some of the best stories I covered were the fun stories, the weekend break. I did that for about three years, mm-hmm. um, and I love that. Yeah. I just I like the community stories, you know, because you get to hear people tell their stories. Yeah. You know, I've always been. Um, I, I like when people tell their stories. You know, it's not. It shouldn't be about us. Mm-hmm. You know, as journalists, it should be about you know the people that we're talking to and their stories. Well, that's what you. That's one of your unbelievable strengths is that there's. There's no ego involved when you're doing your thing at all. Like you're, Thanks, y- y- no, it's you're fantastic. And and it's funny because like there was a period of time when all of us like in that time when pig vomit uh, took over. Pig vomit. Uh, uh, Kevin Matheny. That was Kevin his Matheny. nickname. Howard Stern, Howard Stern called, called him called that. Him, <laughs> he called him pig virus in the book, but pig vomit in the movie. Yeah. Uh, and that guy was actually our boss for a while. Right. And I remember Steve Cochran called me. I was at my parents' house. We were celebrating um, like a birthday, or I think one of my parents' birthdays. And Steve Cochran called me and he said, you're not going to believe this. He said, have you ever heard of pig vomit? And I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, I'm thinking like, a, you know, a pig puking. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, what? He goes, no. Have you ever heard of a man that they call pig vomit? It's from um, Private Parts, the movie with Howard Stern. Or it's Howard Stern's life. He said, that's going to be our new boss. Yeah. <laughs> I went, oh, my God. And oh, that was That's When I horrendous. heard it, too, I heard I was like, yeah, pig vomit's going to be the boss. Matheny's coming in here as the boss. I'm like, what? And... um. Oh. And he, he was worse than Paul Giamatti played him in the movie. Honest to God. Oh. He was, it was unbelievable. It was unbelievable. Boy, and, and this is pre-Roger Ailes, pre-Me yeah. Too, pre-oh, just, just un- when he got away with this guy. This guy. Oh. Yeah. And, 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 like, oh. and he, they were like moving you around a lot. Like you yeah. were, at one point you had to work with Jim Lasky, who was like <laughs> an ex-con he was, who they yeah. gave a show to. Um, and that was like Matheny's brainstorm was like, I'm going to give right. this ex-con a show. And I used to have to follow <laughs> yeah. the guy. And I remember like, what? I what, remember what the that. F- oh no one is listening to my show at least the first half hour. No. Jag off is on before me. No. But he was, was an ex-con and you had to do news for the guy. I had to do news. He was a, he was the former city clerk and he was convicted. And, the, and, and Kevin Matheny, this, this one they call pig vomit. <laughs> pig vomit he yeah. said, I'm going to give him this show and he's going to be, you know, kind of prime time ish 7 yeah. to 10 p.m yeah. and then you would follow him and i'm and i said isn't that a little bit of a conflict i remember we covered his trial <laughs> we covered his sentencing when it's he fine, went it's to over prison now, so. yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah so now we can laugh about it but at the time i was like oh my horrible. god this is awful and then when that regime ended it was a couple of years later and then that's when uh, jimmy DeCastro came in oh yeah um and todd manley and steve cochran came in and so yeah. and took over the mornings and then you became the news person and co-host on Steve's show. Yeah, on Steve's show. So I worked with Steve. I worked with Steve on and off. Who I, I think Steve is just uh, he's, he's he's just a genius. He's he's legendary. He's a brilliant interviewer. He's so smart. He preps everything. He researches everything. You know he he's just he's a, and also he's a loyal wonderful to a fault. Yeah. He's like a he, wonderful, wonderful guy. He'll go to bat for you in any in yes, he situation. Will. Yes, he will. Um, he has, Steve Cochran has started the careers of so many people that I don't think people really even realize, like Rick Hogan, um, um, just different folks like yeah. that, Rick Pearson, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Karen Conti. You know, he's just, he had these, Dr. Most, he had yep. these, these folks as guests on his show, and now they've gone on to, and they're obviously hugely talented to be yep. able to, to yeah. continue on, yeah. uh, but Steve is just—he's as you could probably both attest to, especially you. He just is a joy to work he's with. He's amazing. He really he's is amazing, and he, he's got the morning show, um, five thirty to nine uh, every weekday morning on WLS 
it's a great morning show. It's fantastic. I love to listen to it. And I'm connected to it personally because you're yeah. there now. Yeah. Steve is there. The producer is Tom Hush. Yeah. He used to produce my show before right. we got John DeCoss is there. John DeCoss is We love John. Tonight. He's our He's musical director. There. He's awesome. Um, and it's it's a great show. It's wonderful. Yeah. And I'm I'm honored to be a part of it. But then this Friday, you and I are hosting. Yeah, it. we're going to host together. We have it's a lot of fun insane. things planned. It's You'll have to listen. Yeah, yeah. Steve's in Italy. We should call him right now. We oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you said backstage, call him and say, oh, Esmeralda insisted yeah. <laughs> that we call. Yeah, <laughs> yeah throw me under the bus. He's in Italy right now with his family. But so now you contribute to his show. I do. A couple times a week. You work for U of I. I do. And your podcast. Tell everybody about your podcast because it's yes. awesome. And tell everybody about it. How they well, I do a podcast. It's called Show and Tell. And it's on uh, WLSAM.com. And it airs on Saturdays on 890 AM from noon to 1. And then Sundays from 5 to 6 PM. And it's all arts, entertainment, movie, uh, not movies, uh, plays, uh, theater, museums, any exhibition. And um, not just Chicago, too. We focus on, you know, Elmhurst and Joliet and, uh, you know, all the north and south, north and south suburbs, everything that's going on. Uh, and it's a lot of fun. And, you know, we showcase a lot of um, actors, too, who are, you know, maybe performing at the Paramount and Aurora yeah. or at the Steppenwolf. You know, so it's a lot of the it's Chicago and the suburbs, too. It's which a is great it's nice. show and tell. Yeah, it's, it's, it's show really fun. It, you should really check it out. It's fantastic. We and, have a good time. And, and, it's and fun. She's the she's the host on that. So uh, but anyway, I wanted to give everybody a brief little background. Ah, this is Andrea. And that's how she got to where <laughs> she is now. Thank so. you, guys. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Now, okay. we've been talking about horror movies, and I have mm. here, and I want to go through this, and, 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 and if you guys can name the movie, I'm going to give you a tagline. These are real tagline. Wait, aren't oh you going right. to ask me my favorite horror movie? Oh, yeah. What's your favorite horror movie? I told John DeCosta I was going to like oh. make your head explode. Oh, God. Okay. I, oh. I know what's coming. I know what's coming. Okay. So, <laughs> I first of all, let me preface this by saying I agree with you on... I, I mean, I will ask you. I'm like, is it worth seeing this? You know, is it wor- is it not? Because you really... you you. I pretty much agree with most of what you say. That's most rare. Mo- most um, <laughs> movie reviews that you have. But you and I <laughs> disagree, and we have for so many years, and our, friend, our, our bond of friendship still is so strong. But um, one of my favorite movies, and I'm just going to like face this way so I don't get something <laughs> thrown at me, Oh wow! is The Silence of the Lambs. Oh. Right? Yeah. It, it, I think, Nick, what was the last movie to win to sweep the Oscars? Oh, you mean in all the major categories? Yeah. Yeah, it was Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. Oh, boy. I, I just, I know it was creepy and scary at the time, yeah. but yeah, it yeah, just, yeah. I think it's just so smart, you know? Okay. What are your thoughts, Nick? <laughs> <laughs> I hate every fucking frame of that movie. He does not. And when you said I it on the air, I almost cried. I this is it. back in, in, in the it. 90s. I'm like, oh. It's, he doesn't like it. I think it's absolutely awful and morally reprehensible, and I fucking hate every frame <laughs> of it. But that's, okay. But, but that's I'm in the minority. The other, I'm in the minority. Everybody but I, I, I won major points with you when I said Phantasm was one of my Phantasm. favorites. Oh. Phantasm. I heard you say that when, when, you, yeah. when you guys were talking about it. Phantasm. Phantasm. By the way, the tagline for Phantasm, and I want to read off some of these. Mm-hmm. Real tagline for Phantasm on the poster. If this one doesn't scare you, you're already dead. Oh, wow. Love Phantasm. Woo. I mean, that's a good... I, that's good. You know. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fly through some of these because some of these are hilarious. Okay. Be afraid. Be very afraid. Does anybody know what that one's from? Yeah. Tagline. Uh, yeah. The Fly. Oh, that's right. Yes. That's 1986, good. The Fly. That's good. Um, Alien in Space. All right. How about this one? In space, no one can eat ice cream. Um, what? In space, no one can eat ice cream. Yeah. Killer clowns from oh, outer okay. space. No, you should give her a prize. Yeah, that's I was gonna say really space balls, but that's Whoa. not a horror movie. So. <laughs> that's really good. 
There you Your go. listeners are All right. um, awesome. When there's no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. <laughs> It's not the day of the dead. What happens before day? Night. No, bef- between night and day. There you yeah. go, man. Oh. <laughs> good one, good one. <laughs> yep. That's awesome. To avoid feigning, keep repeating, it's only a movie, it's only a movie, it's only a movie. Oh. I've heard that one. Oh. Last house on the left. Oh. Right, oh, my God. That's really good. I'm going to toss that. Watch out, everybody. And is it true? Like, do you got to, is it really scary? It's a pretty brutal movie. Wes Craven, director of Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, let's check it out. All right, just when you thought it was safe to go back in the water. Oh, Oh, yeah, Jaws. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Oh. Who, what? (laughs) Jaws 2. That's right, Jaws 2. Oh, wow. Because you thought it was safe, because Jaws is over. All right. (laughs) Um, What the fuck is just, okay, here. All right. They will make cemeteries their cathedrals, and the cities will be your tombs. Oh, Wow. These are just very threatening taglines. Do you feel unsafe by this? Episode? Just the fact, like, your church is now yeah. their home. It's like, oh, it's God, a demons. Right. It's a, a, Thank a, 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 you. Demons, which is a crazy oh. Italian. Okay. Um, and remember, the next scream you hear may be your own. <laughs> the birds. Oh, the birds. Oh, oh, because they, yeah. They that scream. was one of the best Halloween <laughs> costumes I've ever seen at a party. Someone went as Tippy Hedren. With all the birds. Oh, that's cool. Oh, nice. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, all right. Take the stairs. Take the stairs. For God's sake, take the stairs. Uh, a movie about elevators? Yeah. It's is called it The Elevate. Lift. Uh, oh, yeah. is it British? British. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> the Lift. Scream now while there's still room to breathe. Terror has no shape. Gosh. Uh, is it that Boy. Fog movie? No. The Blob. Who said The Blob? Yeah, The nice. Blob. Yes. Oh, all right. Don't answer the phone. Don't open the door. Don't try to escape. Someone has taken their love for scary movies one step too far. Yes. Um, Okay. How about this one? Um, The good news is your dates are here. The bad news is they're dead. (laughs) What? (laughs) Night of the Creeps. That's right. You guys are really good. So Tom Atkins says that line. He's in, he's in a sorority house, and he's looking out, and there are a bunch of zombies. The dead guys come up. He's mm. like, oh, the good news is your dates are here. The bad news <laughs> is they're dead. <laughs> um, this summer, Tara won't be taking a vacation. Blood is thicker than water. Oh, is that the... Uh, didn't they make, isn't uh, that from a book? No. No, clearly, no. This was I know what you did last summer. No. Oh, that's good. That's good. No, it's, it's uh, Halloween H20. Uh, oh. <laughs> How about they're right. here... Oh, Poltergeist. Right. Yeah. Oh, this movie fine. doesn't make... If this movie doesn't make your skin crawl, it's on too tight. <laughs> Jesus. Silence of the Lambs. No. <laughs> Black Christmas. Nice job. Black oh. Christmas, right. How about Ding Dong, You're Dead. <laughs> House. Motherfucker, yes. House. Wow. House. Horror movie called House. Which, by the way, has my favorite oh. title of a sequel ever. You House know what's a sequel? House 2, The Second Story. (laughs) (laughs) Very clever. Good job. (laughs) Yes. All right. How about this one? The Night He Came Home. Chucky. That's not a bit. That's a good one. Came home what? In a box? What? I mean. It's Halloween. It's Halloween. Halloween Resurrection. Right. Because he goes back to. You are who you eat. You are who you eat. Uh. (laughs) I love that respect. Um, I was. <laughs> what other cannibal movies? Ravenous. Oh, oh yeah. All right, we were talking about this movie uh, earlier. 
Mm. Sometimes dead is better. Fantastic. At cemetery. Oh, oh. that has nothing. I, I was thinking, you know, something with animals. That was the scariest movie. They're, they're just trying cemetery. to get people in the door. Some of these have nothing to do with the movie. Right. They're just trying. Like if this one doesn't scare you, you're already dead. How the what? I was hoping because it's pets, it'd be like a little play on like. It, a, no, it's not that close. Trust me. Gonna meow something or other. I don't know. I don't write these taglines. <laughs> I'm not in that business. You're gonna meow over this one. Well, you know, you could change that word. I don't know. <laughs> Where shopping can cost you an arm and a leg. Mm. Chopping mall, yes, yeah. chopping mall. That's Wait, good. chopping mall? Chopping mall, yeah. Oh, that's fun. <laughs> <laughs> you should write some of these down. I enjoy the play. Wasn't that Heathers? Oh, no, wait. No. <laughs> Man is the warmest place to hide. Oh, oh, the, the people, um, they're in the people. Bad Body Snatchers. Yes. No, that's a good one, oh. though. It's the oh. thing. John Carpenter's the thing. Oh, the oh. thing. Oh, right. right All right. work oh. and no play makes Jack a dull boy. Shining. Shine. Yeah, yeah. By sword, by picks, by axe, by bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye-bye. It's <laughs> the mutilator. It's not human, and it's got an axe. These are real, by the way. I'm not making these up. The prey. Um, uh, I warned you not to go out tonight. Maniac. That's just very condescending. <laughs> it's cheaper than a chainsaw. Texas Chainsaw Massacre. <laughs> no, it's cheaper than a chainsaw. Nail gun massacre. Oh, Oh my God! Oh, all right. Now, have you seen? Is it though? Is have it you seen all these? I'm sorry. I think is it, it is. Cheaper? Have you seen all these? Yeah, of course. I okay. Yeah. Uh, I no, don't think it would be cheaper. Yeah, are, no, how would expensive. it be cheaper? Yeah, nail gun, and they got to buy the nails. Wait a minute, my phone just went. Okay, here we go. Um, the doll is killer. Ch Chucky. Chucky. Okay. Uh, exercise, exercise, as in exercise, exercise your rights. R I T E S. Exercise your rights. R I T E S. Exorcist. One of my favorite movies of all time. Exorcist? Nope. Uh. The Craft. Yes, oh, okay. The Craft. Oh. He'll tear your soul apart. Hellraiser. Oh, yes, very good. Oh, those. Those I refuse to watch. Oh, yeah. Why? <laughs> One, the skin thing. Oh, where they're just hanging out and. No, no, no. Where they're just, you know, muscle and. Yeah. Oh, no yeah, skin. Just, yeah. And then also, it's just a little too, little too S and M for me. It's way too S and M. A little too much. Yeah, it's very S and M. It's very. And then yeah. it, that's that kind of movie where you can, you can feel, like you see the 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 hooks and things. Yeah. That's the kind of thing where like I can, I can almost feel it. I have no, that kind of thing you. when like if somebody um, bites a fork. Oh. And you get yeah, yeah when you get I get that from Hellraiser. Oh. Which I'm just like I'm out. No thanks. It takes all kinds of critters to make Farmer Vincent's. Uh, critters. Critters. No, Motel Hell. <laughs> oh my God, I've stayed in a few. You of don't those. have to go to Texas for a chainsaw massacre. Pieces. Ah. Uh. <laughs> we dare you to say his name five times. Oh, oh yeah, right, right, right. that was terrifying. We are going to eat you. Uh. Zombie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. Right. Where nobody rests in peace. Mortuary. Okay. <laughs> These are starting to just get... <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Whoever wins, we lose. <laughs> yes, yes. The guy who was scared of the fucking tree movie is... is the uh, Alien versus Predator. Oh. Yes, that's it. Oh. All right. Because if we win... And okay. then... Uh, all right, no, the last one. If you have guts, he wants them. 
No, Night Beast. I don't even know what that one is. I don't either. That so. was a good guess, though. It's a beast Those of the real. night. A beast of the night. Okay. <laughs> oh, you want right. to do a quick bean boozle? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'm going to call my dad for a job. Right. You get to do it first. Okay, you sounds good. They're all like, finally, he's going to call his dad. Jesus Christ. You got to right, spin ready? it. Should I spin it? All right. Oops. So you got to hold it and spin yeah, it. Yeah, you got to hold it up. So we're going to spin it and then... Okay. There we go. It's compelling. Oh, there we go. it lands on... So what? It says, it's this one. It says peach or barf. Oh, right. peach or barf. So it's that one. So pick, okay. pick, pick one, one of them. All right, pick here we go. Is it going to taste like peach or barf? Peach yes. or barf. Here so we go. here's if it's gross. There's a thing. If, if it's gross, <laughs> I, you can We don't it. know. I couldn't tell you. Okay. And? Oh. What? It's barf, everybody. It's barf. It's barf. Yeah. <laughs> How does it taste? Is it barf? Like, do you get the barf? Or is it just kind of gross? By the way, she's an award-winning journalist, taste, everybody. I just want to It tastes like barf. <laughs> okay. All right, let me... Thank go. you. All right, Esmeralda, are you going to go? I, I got it. I it out, though. All right, Esmeralda, here we go. Oh. Okay. What do you got? Tutti Fruity or Stinky Socks? Tutti Fruity or Stinky Socks? All right, I think it's that one, so we're going to... All right. Tutti Fruity or here tink- we go. Stinky Socks? Oh, f- f- God, love <laughs> Is it stinky socks? Yeah. Oh, stinky Jesus. socks. No, no, no. Oh. <laughs> no, that is that is funky. Oh. That is. They're good. They're good at the flavors. <laughs> we should have someone do this. I got um, strawberry banana smoothie or dead fish. Oh God. So which oh. which one? I bet no, I bet none of the I, tr- like the yes. good flavors this are in one. there. Right, it's all a I joke it's on all, us. It's all, all right, like, so yeah, and all, they're all shitty flavored. Oh, all right, so this is either smells. strawberry banana smoothie or dead fish. Oh, the aftertaste is even worse. Is it? Oh fuck! <laughs> I know. I bet not. I bet none is of the good ones fish? are. Sh- you just spit it out. Does it taste like it fish? Out. Is it like sardine? Oh, they're good at Let's this. Let's do it again. <laughs> Let's do one more. Well, this is what we should have someone else come. We should. Too. Yeah, we should have. Does anybody Some, want to I don't know who wants to try. We'll take one All right. <laughs> so I have, got? I have cappuccino or liver and onions. Okay. Cappuccino or liver and onions. So that's that brown one. Okay. So you can, there's another one over there if you want to. Should I do this one? She's okay. going to try that. Cappuccino or liver and onions. Okay. Liver and onions. Oh, man. I think they're all just the See, bad I think ones. This bo- I think they're full of shit. I think these are all... Th- okay. Here, let's let's have the... Uh, oh. All right. That's disgusting. There you go. That was worth... So take a spin. That was worse take than a, a barf. Okay, you get no, the No, do thing. another one. Do no, another no, no, one. do we another one. We did that one already. Oh, that's awful. There you go. Try that. And they're really awful. Okay. Pomegranate or old bandage. So it's one of these red ones, right? I think I ate the old bandage. I think? Yeah, that's it. That's it. What is it? Pomegranate or old bandage. It is an old band for sure. Oh, there we go. Oh, old bandage. No. You're a brave soul. I think they're all the A brave soul. Wow. Does anybody want to try one of these? I no. think they're no. old <laughs> There's somebody back there who wants to try One more person. Come on up real quick, real quick. I got to call my dad. I'm going to try toasted marshmallow or stink bug. Toasted marshmallow or stink toasted bug. Toasted marshmallow would be good. Oh, God, I'm so scared. Oh, it's marshmallow. Oh, marshmallow. yay. Which one was it? Right. The, like right, the brown and okay. uh, creamy You've one? got uh, Tutti Frutti or Stinky Socks. So which oh. one? It's the multicolored one. That so, one right there. Try so that right there's there. that one over there or that one? It's like you can't get it out of Tutti Frutti or is it a Stinky Sock? You can't get the taste off. 
terrified it's taking you this long to figure out what the problem is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Doesn't taste bad. It tastes bland. Tastes like cinnamon. Okay, so well that I All hope. Right. Well, thank you very much. There you go, everybody. I hope that is. You don't know stinky fruity. socks. All right. <laughs> there you go. All right. Um, now the only fun. way we can follow that this is up fun. is so I'm gonna call goodness. my dad. All right. So you know, and my dad, we got more. We got a, a couple of more gift certificates to give away, and this and the and the uh, and the megaphone to give away as well. So we got that. But before we do that, my dad, get this goddamn dead fish. <laughs> um, all right. Here's my dad's theme. You want to hear it? Yeah. Here we go. Speakerphone, okay? All right, hang on, hang on a second. Hold on a second. Okay, Dad. Talk. Okay, you ready? Hold on a second. Say, say hello to my dad. Or give him, give him a round hey. of applause. Hey. 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 How about that, Dad? Yeah, they love you. Okay. Thank you. All right, you ready? I'm ready. All right, tell the first joke. So I was having lunch with Bobby Fischer, the former world chess champion. Our table had a checkered tablecloth that took two hours to pass the salt. There you go. <laughs> All right, how about that? All right. All right, very good, Dad. You got another one? Yeah, I got one more. I got two more. Oh, I know you do. All right. <laughs> All right, go ahead. The two men were talking about Viagra. The one said, can you get it over the counter? The other guy said, if you take two of them. Yeah. <laughs> nice. My dad working blue. <laughs> All right, Dad, one more, right? Yes. Okay, go. It said, they say that having sex improves your memory. I'm having a great 1995. Hello. <laughs> wow, yeah. Yeah. All right, Dad, thanks a lot, buddy. I'll talk to you soon, Dad. Take care. He's working blue. You're so good. He's <laughs> so good. Uh, That's awesome. Zanies, when dad. will you give him a night? Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. That's my dad, everybody. Um, um, he is the best. So, um, and again, he would love to be here. And uh, you know, if we do another one of these, uh, he'll he'll be he'll be here. He's just his leg. It takes it takes time to heal. He took a spill and everything, and he was very sad that he couldn't be here, but. This made his night. I guarantee you it made his night. Hearing you guys cheer, it made his night. So kind of a rough go for the past couple of weeks been kind of a rough been kind of a rough time for my for my dad and my mom. So I appreciate that. I appreciate you guys being nice to my father. So anyway, thanks. All right, uh, let's do a trivia question, shall we? Mm -hmm. All right. Uh, to give away a couple more things here. Are you ready for a Mother's Day trivia question? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Which president signed the Mother's Day signed Mother's Day into law? Which president signed Mother's Day into law? Uh, raise your hand. Hey? It's not Roosevelt. 1914. Mm -hmm. You already won, dude. <laughs> it is. Yes, it's Woodrow yes. Wilson. Yes. Oh my God. All right. Shut up. 
Did somebody tell you that? Did, somebody, did you cheat, dude? <laughs> okay. There you go. It was a so that means you got to take your son to the Gale Street Inn. <laughs> All right, and this is for the magic megaphone, which is autographed oh. by me and Andrea yeah. and Esmeralda. Yeah. So, um, all right. You can easily wipe it off. It's okay. <laughs> Finally. <laughs> got to re-gift it. Raise your hand on this. What is the heaviest recorded birth weight for a baby? What is the heaviest recorded birth weight for a baby? Wait. Oh, okay. <laughs> Wait, you, oh. you want to see that? Oh, my God. Yeah. 12 pounds. No. No. I guess we'll do prices right rules if we can't. <laughs> so some jagoff is going to bid $1 higher? Biggest without going over. Uh, yeah. No, not no. 16. Yeah. Oh, uh, you're out. No, that's a little bit uh, higher than this. Yeah. 25 pounds. No. A little lower. No. <laughs> you should hang out with her. Woo! You guys should hang out because... You know math about as well as she does. We are fantastic at numbers here. What the hell is That's going on? Awesome. <laughs> That's funny, though. You won already, man. All right, the Anyone? guy who has no taste buds in the back <laughs> who came up here to taste the thing. Yeah. No. Oh, oh, you're so close. All right, I'm just going to say it. I'm going to say yes. You Yes. Yes, 22 pounds, 8 ounces. Nice job. Yes. Come on Very up. Nice. nice job. You win an autographed megaphone. There you go. <laughs> Congratulations. There you go. <laughs> All right. Uh, so really quickly to close the show, this is the Scary Sound CD. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. This is what everyone came for. That's right. <laughs> so this is the Scary Sound CD. There is a sound effect on here. So when we first got this, my partner and I, Gary Lee Wright, back in the day, and I told you this, we actually played it on the air because we had no idea what was on it. So we played it on the air, and then we marked down what they were. And we got to this cut, and it was just like scary scream, Okay. And we're going to play the whole thing. So this is, according to the CD, it's a fun thing to play. Hold it's on to your seats. Hold on to your gonna seats. It's fun. It's scary. You can play it on the porch when the kids scary come up. for the. Screams. You can do it if you've got a haunted house. You can play it. Yeah. It's a scary sound. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. It's professional. It's a professional scary, it's professional scary sound. Scream. Here it is yes. in its entirety. Got a little tired. Mm, okay. Yeah, he's getting a little. Wow. Oh. Mm. Oh, there he goes. Oh yeah. My God. <laughs> yeah. It's almost there. He gets company at one point. This is real. Yep. Oh. People came over. Yeah. People came over. It's a group. <laughs> Joining the party. They left. Well, party's over. He's cleaning up. And this was legal to sell? <laughs> <laughs> Oh. 
just him yawning. Yeah. Oh, that story I covered. <laughs> he just ate a smelly feet. <laughs> right. He's having a snack. That's it. That's it. That's quite a journey. <laughs> so anyone wants this for the their first night we played house. this. The first night we played this, and this is we were on overnights. It, it was about two o'clock in the morning, and we played it, and we laughed our asses off, like we were losing oh. our mind at how ridiculous. And it kept going and going. Now most of the cuts on here are quick. They're like boo, little scary, creaky door, and all that shit. This is two minutes and nineteen seconds of this idiot screaming. Oh so it went on and on. So. We, we played it again, and we kept playing it. And so people were calling in. They're like, will you stop playing that goddamn thing? <laughs> My dog is going nuts right now. You woke up the goddamn baby. The baby's up. And I'm like, so we played it constantly. And we used to get complaints. They actually wrote to the program director. And they were like, these idiots who are on at 2 o'clock in the morning are playing this fucking screaming dude. I can't. Take it. And we used to play it all the time. My cat is going nuts. And then we stopped. We're like, okay, we won't play it anymore. Then we started getting requests. Right. And then people were like, well, what happened to the screaming guy? How come you guys aren't playing the screaming guy? Make up your goddamn mind. So it's become beloved. And um, when I got canned from uh, WGN, uh, from the stupid car wash, uh, there were some items that never made it to my house that were in my office. I'm not going to get into that, but some of them were some CDs that I had that never got shipped back to me. One of them was the Scary Sound CD. Uh, so a, a great listener, of, a friend of mine who is a listener, her name is Deanna, she found it online and sent me this. Oh, um, okay. And then there's a guy in here named Jim Leskowski who does like sound and stuff. He sent me <laughs> a copy of it as well. And then he did like a disco remix. So... Yeah, you've heard it. Yeah, it's what you can find on our podcast. You can find it on our podcast, Radio Misfits Network. Yep, on the Radio Misfits <laughs> Podcast Network. Uh, so he did it like a disco uh, sort of a rave, thump, thump, thump version of the guy going ah for twenty minutes. So that's Jim. He did the sound, and you can hear it all on our podcast. But this is the real thing. It's on this. If you want to look it up, if you want to find it, it's out there. I think you can eBay it for four hundred and fifty dollars. So there you go. <laughs> but anyway, so that's the screaming guy, and we can't do a Halloween theme thing without hearing the screaming guy. So, but yeah, that people will awesome. call and go, "Where's the screaming guy? Can you play the screaming guy, please?" <laughs> so anyway, even though we made dogs and cats go crazy. So anyway, um, all right, Andrea, plug some stuff. What uh, you, you know what? Uh, Steve Cochran show Monday through Friday on WLS Radio. <laughs> 530 to 9, uh, go a and uh, listen to Show and Tell. Check it out. Show tell and Tell, there's a podcast. Tell me what you guys think. And thank you both so much. This uh, is this has been a blast it's and Andrea an honor. Gallus, everybody. She's the Thanks, best. you guys. Yeah. Thank you for coming out. This was a lot of fun. Thank you. And Esmeralda, anything you would like to say? What? Oh, thank you. There you go. That's yeah. it. Thank Woo-hoo. you, guys. Thank you. <laughs> um, and I want to thank uh, you guys for coming out. I want to thank Zanies again. Tip the hell out of your weight staff. Yeah. Do them well. Do them right. I want to thank everybody for, for allowing me to do this. Thank you guys for coming out. It means so much. Um, Esmeralda, I couldn't do it without you. You know oh, that. You're my partner. You. Uh, have a great time in New Orleans. Oh, thank you. Um, yeah, if you would like to listen to uh, my podcast, you can hear every Tuesday and Friday a brand new episode of the Nick D Podcast with my partner Esmeralda. 
uh, Leon. And uh, the next one will feature Eric and Steve Procopi, Eric Childers and Steve Procopi, and we will review new movies yeah. on that. And we're hosting a show together on Friday. And we are hosting, uh, we are co-hosting the Steve Cochran Show on Friday morning starting at 5.30 to 9. Yeah. We will be hosting, that'll be the first time I've hosted a radio show in a long time. <laughs> we'll have fun. Uh, it'll be it'll fun. Be and you can also hear, if you're a Saturday Night Live fan, um, you should subscribe to my Saturday Night Live podcast. It's called That Show Hasn't Been Funny in Years, really an SNL podcast. Um, and it's a deep dive into Saturday. Thank you. You guys, how many people listen to the podcast, to the SNL podcast? Thank you. I, I love doing that podcast. Not that I don't love doing the one with Esmeralda, because I do. But I'm a total SNL geek, and I love doing it. And, and it's just, I had all this minutia in my brain. And I was like, I got to get it out. So thank you for actually, you know, humoring me and listening to that fucking podcast. I really appreciate it. So every Wednesday, like tomorrow, a, a new episode. And tomorrow's episode is all about the 10 times that the F-bomb got said on live TV on oh. SNL, and you will hear every one of them, and I will tell you the <laughs> stories behind how they happened. When was the first time? The very so first curious. time was in 1980, and I, uh, I'll tell you who the first person was, even though it was, I'll tell you the very first person was who said the F-bomb live on Saturday Night Live. Paul Schaefer is the first guy to ever say the F-bomb. Really? Yeah. So, yeah. And you'll hear the story if you subscribe okay, to the yeah. podcast. <laughs> Radiomisfits.com or anywhere you get your podcast. You guys are awesome. Thank you very much. Happy Halloween. Thank you.